All right, last time to say it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Six Feet Under uh, in the epilogue episode, the epilogue game of our Mouse Guard campaign. This is beyond the end. Last last time was the end. This is just that sweet little extra bit after the end. Because, uh, I mean, for one thing, we have a little bit of unfinished business. And as a second thing, this is a show about playing games. And that finale, if you'll forgive me, is really more of an audio drama. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a game to play today. We are playing a, a modified, a homebrewed version of Stewpot. Uh, Stew Pot, Tales from a Fantasy Tavern by uh, Takuma Okada. And I'll talk about that more in a second. First, I should introduce who is here with us today. Uh, uh, we have Devious Vacuum as Zeke. Hello! It's time, everyone. I hope you're excited. And Drackle as Tander. Hello. Yuria is not playing Francisca. What? Who are you playing today, Yuria? I'm playing as one of her moms. I'm playing Isabel. Just uh, uh, for the benefit of listeners who may not want to check their notes from a little ways back, which of her moms is Isabel? <laughs> Isabel is the one that wasn't the previous like patrol leader in the Mouse Guard. She's had some experience, but she's the primary like baker back in the bakery in... Uh-oh. Spruce Tuck? Spruce Tuck, yes. Fantastic, fantastic. And she is a very large mouse. <laughs> She's where Francisca got her build from. And we have Ix playing a brand new to and this session. I'm Overlord Savage. That's right. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's me. Back from the grave. Ba- ba- I'm back from the. I'm like um, that. Um, I'm like Kira Yoshikage. And when I came back in that one spinoff manga, I was good, and I didn't remember any of the horrible <laughs> things I had done, which seems wow. like a cop out. But that okay. sounds boring. So I think instead I'll play. Um, um, yeah, Kristoff's uh, grandma. Grandma? Okay. Yeah, how about we call her Grandmother Farshore, and she has an omnipresent henchman named Peach Jr. Fantastic, fantastic. She's here to finance things, basically. She's also <laughs> well-known around the docks as a... Well, you know, not as a crime magnate, because that's She's not the, the type of, the of thing that you say out... It, yeah, the head of the family. Mm-hmm. You know... <laughs> Like like Duncan Hodai's dad, the head of the family. The head of the family. On this, the day of my grandson's wedding. On um, this, I th- my grandson, or possibly my son? I think my grandson. I'm pretty sure it's my grandson. Because grandmother, Farshore, sounds a lot more impressive than, I guess, mother Farshore. Now, those of you familiar with Stewpot will know that it is a GMless game. So what does that leave for me? That's right. I am playing Kristoff. That's why his grandmother is involved in the plot today. Well, also for one other big reason, arguably bigger than me being here. <laughs> See? What? It's finally time. Zeke and Kristoff are getting married, which they probably already know from the title of the episode they clicked on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Da 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 da. So, uh, Stewpot Tales from a Fantasy Tavern is just what it sounds like. the The setup is that your your standard kitchen sink fantasy D twenty game style adventurers uh, retire, build a tavern together, and this game is about the the transition between one career to another as they start a new chapter of life. We are not doing that. We are using this 
this game, which is a collection of mini games that have a lot of, of content related to uh, uh, entertaining large groups of people, providing uh, uh, food and entertainment and uh, events. And we are reskinning it. Yeah. And we are reskinning it to be about throwing a wedding. <laughs> This. Which is also a, t- a very important transformational occurrence, albeit Absolutely. on perhaps a shorter time frame. Absolutely. So uh, if you would like to see Stewpot like raw, Stewpot for real, go, you can find it on uh, itch.io. Uh, uh, that's noroadhome.itch.io. You can also just wait uh, uh, in between starting planning and recording this episode, uh, Takumi Okada announced that this game is going to be published in a new and improved edition by uh, uh, Evil Hat Games. So that will be very exciting. Uh, look nice. for that to come. But we changed a lot of stuff to make it about mice getting married. So <laughs> Honestly, more people should do that with various systems. Downsizing. Yeah, we're pioneers. Well, Grant's the pioneer. He's the one who <laughs> yeah, really. made all the adjustments. We're just here. We're here for the stew. We're here to <laughs> say the word we. <laughs> like I said, this is a collection of mini games. We are going to be taking turns choosing which ones we want to play. And as it goes, building bit by bit Zeke and Kristoff's magical day. Uh, uh, so... <laughs> So let's can we can we recap can we recap the proposal? <laughs> Mouse guard episodes are supposed to start with a recap. You know what? You're recap right. of the proposal <laughs> from the from the otherwise pretty sad finale. Um, so Zeke and Kristoff proposed to each other at the same time. Zeke thought that he really got that he had really done something that he was really gonna plan something um took to Kristoff out on a walk and all this stuff and uh and there was everything was you know uh, the stars were aligned and uh and just as he was about to um they don't have rings because they're mice we decided they have necklaces so just as he was about to pull out this this hand carved uh pendant and necklace that he um, had made to propose to Kristoff. Kristoff presented uh, a necklace of his own uh, (laughs) um, that he had commissioned to be made for for Zeke. And the thing I remember Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. it is that it has um, like beads tied in it um, at like regular lengths so that it can be used as a measurement tool in the field, (laughs) which I love. Very practical, practical like a cool knife, um, <laughs> and uh, and so of course Zeke is is caught off guard by the fact that Kristoff, as usual, saw through all of his plans <laughs> and intentions and feelings, um, as if this was like a new thing that never happens, which is how Zeke feels every time it happens, and um, and they decided to get married, and now they're gonna mm-hmm. do it. The war's over; mm-hmm. they're ready to start their new life together. Yay. Traditionally, there there is some setup involved in uh, starting a game of stew pot, but we did pretty much all of this ahead of time, right? Instead of building your tavern, in this case, building your wedding, picking the location and such, we already did that. So let's talk about our, our setting here. We are in Elmos. That's right. When we last left uh, Zeke and Kristoff during the proposal, right after during the proposal scene, they were in Shorestone, where Kristoff currently has his tavern, where he had to relocate from Elmos. Mm-hmm. 
Alamas is where Zeke and Kristoff originally met. It is where the tavern was before. Build there obviously are buildings still there, but um is you know, we'll we'll have to see, I guess. We'll have to play to find out if the sturdy stump tavern is still there or what it might have become. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Elmas is a big tree. And it's it in is the, roots the of biggest the big tree. tree. It is the eldest elm in the entire territories. Uh it's Brag. we've mentioned uh, <laughs> we've mentioned uh, the the hanging gardens where Zeke and Kristoff went on their on their first date in Elmas, um, long, long time ago when we first introduced Kristoff as a character, I think. Yeah, that was Zeke's very first session. That was uh, episode two, which is the first yeah. uh, South Patrol uh, uh, session, yeah. Let me let me pass it over to Ix to talk about the three notable families <laughs> in Elmas. Oh, the three notable families? I tell you, I know one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you about one of them being the Far Shores. Oh, okay, so... The, the Far Shores have been so successful that they are one of the, the ruling families of the town? As of right now, they sure are. <laughs> are they like first, second, or third family? Oh, that's a great point. Honestly, let's just talk about the three that you've written down and then decide which one can retrospectively be the, <laughs> the Far Shore family. Guess what? Have... I haven't. <laughs> well, you have, you have the three major guilds written down. Yes. Uh, so I was uh, just going to go off those. Yeah, and we know that, that Hannity, the um, annoying guy from early in the game, that was part of the third punk, family so. running the storehouse guild. So probably not yeah, that one. Yeah, so probably one. not that one, because that guy's a fucking punk. Let's go with second family, because the first family is a bunch of hoity okay. So, so that means uh, you, you've mean, risen up great. in the world uh, uh, in That's recent right. years. That's right. Uh, it, Things have been going means great. That your family is tied to the administration of the Harvest Guild. Very important. Yeah, that checks out. And uh, and one thing we'll all recall from that that very early session is that Elmos is a bureaucratic nightmare of, of red tape and parallel bureaucracy uh, yeah. uh, that nearly destroyed the territories when there was a supply chain issue and Good Lord. Uh, a lot of. People were more invested in, uh, you know, the, the workings of the system than greasing the wheels to to get uh, uh, the scent barrier laid. Until uh, I think it was Sable and uh, uh, Isolde did the most to actually get those wheels a turning in that session. And then the the third one, just to name all of them, is the Carpenters Guild. So that'll be the first yes. family. Uh, we'll see if we run into any of them in the course of uh, doing all this. Seems inevitable, you know, planning a planning a wedding that you would need both carpenters and storehouse in addition to harvest. What time of year is this here wedding? Is is this a spring th- fling? Is this a, a <laughs> is this a summer wedding? Uh, uh, it is the season where travel is easiest across the territories. Well, is it, is it autumn? Are you waiting for the those fall colors and, and the big harvest to roll in? This is this is literally you two's choice. Well, it is currently autumn in the real world when we're recording this, so perhaps God. that would be a fun. <laughs> oh, but what if yeah, it's released that right lines up with when it's released? Yeah. Then in that case, maybe we should shoot for spring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spring is a great time to have a wedding. Like it's true. It's true. Like, oh, all I the love, weddings I that I've spring. been in have been either in May or December. 
Um, and I feel like December is a bad one for, for That's this. That's great. For that maps. gives us a nice broad window for editing and release. That's great. <laughs> All right. It's June 22nd. Oh, okay. Well, that narrows it down a little bit, but we can still try for it. One of the things we'll be doing as we play these games is advancing our ratings on three points. Cuisine, atmosphere, and service. The the three things on which our event will be measured in people's memories. The Uh, big three. The big three. And you know what? Ain't that the truth? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all all the TLC reality shows about weddings that I watch, those are what they rate them on. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so, since we haven't started playing yet, they're all at one. That means uh, uh, the cuisine available to us is coming out of a cramped kitchen, a small pantry, uh, cheap local wines, a small brick oven. This this reflects if you were getting engaged and you decided to get married three hours later, and you had that amount of resources. Yeah, just like at, at Christoph's Tavern, just like as it is, yeah. Yeah, Christoph's Tavern is nicer than that. Yeah. Uh, Especially on the point of atmosphere one. We're talking bare tables, rustic place settings, and bare walls. And we're also at service one. Service isn't necessarily the measure of, you know, how much you're, you're motivated to tip at the end of the night, so to speak. It's the people who are working, the people who are uh, uh, putting this on. And I want to say our service one uh, examples here are a former farmhand, an injured local guard, an untested tender paw. The thing that these have in common are uh, uh, basically mice who have never thrown a wedding before. And Grandma, you've got this manservant, uh, Garlic That's Jr., right. or whatever his name was. <laughs> wow. Peach Jr. Peach Look Jr. Out. I kind of want to say that Peach Jr. is our uh, uh, first quote-unquote employee, our, our first like worker represented as service worker. I was thinking the same thing, but then you went and said that, and now I just want to kick your ass. <laughs> But you know what? The mental image of Peach Jr. doing a diner dash and just running around with plates Mm -hmm. is pretty good. It's pretty accurate. So as we uh, uh, add our rating every time we go up in cuisine, our kitchen facilities and and our food stores will will be better. Our atmosphere will be cozier, warmer, and, and more like romantic and welcoming. And every time we upgrade service, we get a new person working for us to to you know help share the load with, with Peach Jr. Share the load. Another thing we're going to be doing is developing ourselves and, and our own experiences. So let's talk about uh, our our jobs. I just want everybody no way, to talk I'm an old about lady. I'm done experiencing character growth. <laughs> I'm here to criticize everyone else. I would like everybody to to say what their adventure job is, what their town job is, and if you like a word on why you chose them. So Tander is obviously a swashbuckler. Adventuring <laughs> job. It's like I was probably the easiest thing to convert because you didn't have to change anything from the original game. Yeah, I don't think I did. I just read that and thought, I hope I hope Drackle picks this one. It's it's perfect. And for my town job, Tander is going to be a lookout. Fantastic, thank you. Lookout for this great wedding, am I right? Anyway, <laughs> my adventure, quote-unquote, job is a uh, criminal. Uh, what was that? 
But no, but enough quite, but enough about that. What, I'm a, I didn't I'm a catch it. Uh, businesswoman, but you might know me better as a criminal. Ah, I see. It says criminal on my papers, but I'll have you know that anyone can edit the papers these days. <laughs> <laughs> but for the purposes of this wedding, I'm going to be the officiant, which is, you know, a pretty, pretty really big good. swing of a choice to get your super grumpy, quiet grandma to be the officiant. But hey, when all you have is Peach Jr., um, you just got to go for it. The manager of the wedding. It's got to be someone with authority and clout and you know community respect that's actually a great question i want to hear from Kristoff how his grandma his weird grumpy grandma who probably doesn't even like elmos that much got involved uh (laughs) i think she had to i think she inserted herself because this is a member of her family yeah i think she got the invitation and took that to mean not just attending but like oh oh this is my job yeah, 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 you're right. That sounds yeah. exactly like her. That's a great point. Okay, so that's settled. So she just shows up and assumes command. In, in, by which I mean she assumes yeah. that she has any form of command. Yeah, like she does in every situation. But yeah, she's just a smaller rat. She has a big chunk out of one ear that belies a much more interesting past. But that's that's the past now. We're just, we're just in a, a nice official shipping... What else can you do with boats that's legal? You know, Fishing. tours. Tours. That's a great cover. I mean, that's a great idea for a business. Thank yeah, cruises. you. Cruises. That's just yeah. Yeah, cr- pleasure cruises. Big quotes on both. Anyway, lots of normal things happening, but none of that shit's gonna be here at this wedding because you don't you don't mix your family and your crime. You know, <laughs> never. It's just not done. It's like, if if someone was to come to me with some kind of vendetta, I would be like, you come to me on the day of my grandson's wedding? Yuria, what, uh... Okay, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep things rolling. Can't believe we're being disrespectful to Grandmother Farshore. No, that was that was a segue, fuck you, it's fine, go for it. <laughs> so, so yes, Yuria, what, what are uh, Isabella's jobs? Isabel, excuse me. Well, first of all, that was actually something I've had trouble with, like, trying to remember. Did I put down Isabel or Isabella? Because I think both names are kind of accurate to Mouse Guard, but it's Isabel, yes. As in, uh, as in Feet's tradition, can that just become, like, part of the character now? Like, she just likes both names and never really decided between the two? You know, I kind of do that with Francisca's name spelling already. Yeah, it's a family trait. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> None of us can spell. I mean, all of us like alternate versions of our names. Just like how Zeke's fiance calls him Marks every once in a while. And it's, <laughs> God. Oh, that's fucked up. That's, Is that you true? Know, <laughs> Zeke. <laughs> that's just, he's been reading a lot of literature lately. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> There's this vole in Europe who has some big ideas about nuts. Yeah, it's it's the very like it's like are, it like putting puts the book down after, with a serious face. Are we cops? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're mouse cops. Wait a minute! Sorry, mouse introducing cops. The con- <laughs> introducing the concept of cops to a medieval peasants. Oh man, yeah, this is. Man, you remember when you accidentally introduced the idea of homeopathy to the weasels? <laughs> yeah, is, are we going to go shoot for even bigger crimes this time? 
I was honestly thinking about that even before the session started. Like, huh, I wonder what horrible things, horrible resounding events in history will settle today. But no, <laughs> they're not going to be horrible. They're going to be great. Yeah, what it's a wedding. What were we talking about? Yuria still hasn't got a chance to answer the question oh, that's on a, the table. That's yeah, a great thanks, point. Drackle. <laughs> yeah, Drackle. Tander always, always interrupting. Anyway, yes, I'm going with Isabel for uh, with Fighter. Although, mm-hmm. I think in hindsight, I'm, she just might have her wife with her. <laughs> you, you can play uh, them as a pair. Like yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking. That's what I'm point, basically so. doing. If you want to ice climbers this, I will allow it. Yeah. Uh, the job I'm going with for her, which, uh, well, this will specifically be Isabel, because this is definitely in her alley. She's going down the poet route. Mm, that'll be fun. Now this is a gay wedding. Yeah, it's also that nice that we have, like somebody who is married maybe helping with the wedding yeah, planning yeah, I mean, yeah, is, yeah. is grandmother Farshar I feel like she oh, maybe that's... was married um, Farshar gives me the vibe she, of like has been she... divorced numerous times widowed that's possibly more, accurate like... but she also has a sad backstory then that comment is just going to further make her be like Christoph are you sure about this little gutter snipe <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's, the, that's the vibes I'm looking for in this wedding this little toe rag weasel also, you say we have little wedding experience, and now we have two mice that are probably very experienced. But to be fair, this like Isabel and Robin have been married for like thirty-five years, so somebody knows what's going on. It's a matter of planning. So. All of their like aesthetic taste for weddings is so out of date. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, my parents got married in the eighties, and this is you the, know. <laughs> you gotta have pads. big puffy sleeves. You yes. need a Jello mold. I think the real reason... What do you mean you don't have snake skins lining the walls anymore? What has happened to the last You didn't kill enough snakes for your wedding as is tradition? Oh, God. Just just like I said, a lot of weird new lore already. Uh, Who's left? I'm left. Uh, So yeah, Kristoff. Kristoff was in a bit of a bind for adventurer job because he's not an adventurer. But I like to think of him as kind of a wild job to town job. Yeah, he's got a a degree (laughs) of wisdom about him. He's he can hold his own. We just never seen him have to try. So I picked a lore mouse for him. Lore mouse uh, uh, is is adapted from the base of druid in the main game. So those experiences are a lot about uh, uh, knowledge. And, and, well, lore about, you know, nature and the, the plants and animals of the territories, which I, I think fits his, uh, uh, his competencies. Yeah. yeah I also think that falls well on the role of a tavern keeper in times of war, because that's just where mm-hmm, information mm-hmm. is naturally going to flow. Just like sell swords and soldiers passing through for a drink, asking what's up. And yes, as a tavern keeper, the town job uh, uh, that he's going to be picking up experiences from is merchant, which is all of the things that aren't uh, mixology, basically, <laughs> as that are in his actual real life fictional life job. That suggests a character trait to me. Like, what if Kristoff, uh, what if his tavern just has always had the most amazing, unexpected mixed drinks? But also the real reason for those is that he's kind of terrible at ordering the right ingredients ahead of time so he's always just kind of in a panic and mixing together whatever he has left and like it's always great don't get me wrong it's just like 
you can't you can if you make order something one week, you can't really expect it to be there next week unless yeah. you remind him every day that week to order apples, or I guess rather one giant apple slice because they're mice. Because <laughs> that's their balance, right? Like Christoph, Christoph is is jovial and competent and and also just like more lucky he can you know he's not he's, he's not he's not anxious he's not neurotic he's never cursed <laughs> he's never been cursed he's never been cursed by an owl or by anything really yeah he's never been chill. cursed is my favorite 90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh sp- speaking of curses That's it's a pretty Zeke. Good Zeke, Zeke's adventurer job is a scout. Obviously, the one role um, (laughs) that I do in the in the game. Infallibly, though, (laughs) that's my one job. And then uh, his uh, domestic skill, his his uh, town skill, is crafts mouse. So that would be um, sort of a like a a carpenter, a, a. a, 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 fi- a fixer-upper type of type of person um, with a general <laughs> general skill set, I guess. I would I would say he's not he's not like a he's not going to build you a boat. That's that's what Tander's doing. He's guard he, mouse Zeke, a fixer-upper of a person. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> like he's a fixer-upper emotionally, <laughs> physically. Oh wow! Um, but he has he he can do a lot of like small repairs, a uh, small engine repair. Yeah, that's what he's he's moving towards. <laughs> She got a degree in TV VCR repair from, yeah, a, from yeah. a commercial. That's like the one way, like the, the, to him, it's like it, that's his sort of because now it's all about Kristoff and Kristoff's business, right? And so Zeke's just there to kind of like help with that. So like, what is he doing? He's like fixing stuff when it breaks, or like maybe organizing stuff. Um, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. the, that kind of that kind of thing, like some manual labor, cleaning. I mean, whatever it takes to help the business run. My brain just naturally is trying to put together what a mouse VCR would be like, and it's like <laughs> an automated scrolling tapestry. It it's just a really big tapestry and two or three mice to to like, yeah to like sing crank along it and, like a scroll. Yeah, exactly, and also sing along. So like the farther you get, the more the soundtrack gets to be really tired and full of panting. <laughs> if but, we get you know, all the way to max level in terms of entertainment, that's what we're going to have. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we invented television. Fuck yeah, we're going to have a tapestry bike. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get there. Let's start with the first step. I feel like we're pretty well warmed up. Mm-hmm. So now let, let me read uh, the first step's introductory text. Before your wedding invitation came, what were you doing? What did you choose not only why did you choose not only to attend, but to help put this wedding on? And what was the first skill you put to use for the happy couple? Now, the way the first step works, everybody plays, and in this, everybody is going to gain one town experience. We're going to take turns describing a short scene that uh, uh, leads to that experience, answering the questions I just uh, uh, asked to everyone. Cool. Another player or players might come with you, although they do not gain that same experience. If you're stuck, choose one of the options below. This is on page 26 of the Stew Pot doc. I feel like I feel like the grooms should go first. Yeah, true. It's <laughs> like that what were we doing? <laughs> we were we Why were getting you at engaged. This wedding today? All of us were playing on the wedding before YouTube proposed, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah, yeah. The the bit about the invitation coming doesn't really apply to to two of the five of us. So <laughs> 
Yeah, so so Zeke and Kristoff decided to get married. Well, before what was the first the skill? Then. Yeah. What was the first skill that that both of us put to use to help? I have one off the bat if you need me to buy time, but if you would like to go first. Well, this is a this is the town, so I'm pulling from Craft Mouse. I mean, I think this is kind of a gimme, but I would uh, one of the craft mouse experiences is artisan, create beautiful things, and we already talked about how Zeke spent uh, an indeterminate amount of time intricately carving the pendant on the necklace that he used to propose. So I think that is that's what he was doing literally right before mm. all of this started. <laughs> Aww. And specifically Aww. wood carving. I'm not going to say he's good at anything else um, when it comes to making art, <laughs> but he did manage to to carve um, a wooden pendant, and um, it uh, it's uh, like a large pendant, and it's got uh, sort of n- nature themes, which of course lines up with how Kristoff's a druid, um, and <laughs> and uh, plant themes of like like hops. Um, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stuff, you know, in, a, in like a, a beautiful field with a sunrise. What Sable's brother have to do with this? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, for for Kristoff, I, uh, I mean, Kristoff got to work making those invitations and sending them out, and and like, as soon as the war was over, the next spring, it's like he he pulled a lot of favors to get this mail out uh, uh, with patrols that were doing things other than mail runs going to the corners of the territories. Like, in order to get things going and get people assembled, uh, I'm, I'm taking the well-traveled uh, uh, experience for, for merchant, know the customs and languages of the world. Mm. Somebody's got to know what's going on. That That is the experience he's gaining from, like, immediately putting together a, a, a guest list and invitations. Is it, I mean, it's, he immediately springs into action, but in terms of how long he's been planning this. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been studying up, you know, the two of you have friends all across the territories, right? And there are ways you talk to uh, uh, people from the North and there are ways you talk to people from the South and every other corner of the map, right? It gives me a great idea for a stand-up comedy routine. <laughs> Do you have a great idea for the first step? What? What? Uh, why did you choose not only to attend, but to help put it on? Well, I think Grandmother Farshore is definitely the type to, as we previously discussed, just immediately assume that they're going to fuck it up and they need help, which, uh, in the case of Zeke, might Not be wrong. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, immediately upon arriving in uh, Elmos, uh, I guess I would have to take my position as the, I guess, highest ranking member of the second family, even though usually such matters are probably handled by some cousin or something that I don't really like that much, but is, you know, well suited to this paperwork stuff. But for now, unfortunately, I will be taking the licensed command of bureaucracy and regulations ability for my <laughs> officiant. That is so incredibly powerful in this part of the setting in particular. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for writing it. <laughs> Isabel Tander? Ah, uh, my reason is very funny. Basically, they heard about the wedding from Francisca, and they went, Well, if our daughter isn't going to get married anytime soon, then we're going to help with this one. Oh my oh, god. That's <laughs> fucked. They did that's beeline fucked. for the nearest wedding they heard about. <laughs> How does Francisca feel about that? Relieved 
take some of the pressure off. I don't think she knows how to react to that. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Is she here too, or like I would assume so, unless she's not uh, coming because she's her be here moms for the are ceremony. insane. She'll be there for the actual ceremony. Oh, she's okay, okay. Very busy because, uh, as we established in the winter episode, she is now the weapon master of Mossguard. That's true. That's true. She has to look at every weapon and make sure it's a weapon. Yep. That's yep. A weapon. That's a weapon. A uh, piece of board right there. That's a weapon. Anything could be a weapon. It's a very rough first few months. <laughs> uh, because, you know, they're kind of in their grandmother ages, they've got plenty of stories to take. Uh, so I'm going to be taking the parable skill, a lesson for every situation. Oh, that's sweet. They've both been around the territories, seeing their share. So you know, we got quite the experiences and can share what better place than, you know, getting the wedding and helping people get their mind off of the post-war situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so Tander, uh, an invitation reaches you, or perhaps gossip reaches you first. What, what's Tander up to when he gets the news, and why does he decide to be part of the the planning committee? I mean, Tander would never miss his good pal Zeke's wedding. Tander, Tander, could, would you consider being part of the part of the wedding because uh, Zeke asked you to be his best man? Yes, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Damn. Tanner immediately Damn. told his crew they're going on shore leave and made a beeline for Elmos, which is quite a journey because he's he's been he's been used to to boats for a while now. He, he's, yeah, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't had his ground legs for a is, while. Is Tander still Honestly like stationed saying. on the oyster cracker? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. He, he's shipbound now. That's what the letter was addressed to. That's great. That's a great. patrol mouse had to swim out to it. Yeah, he <laughs> washed up in a bottle. Yeah, that's a, damn, that's some good knowledge occurrence. Nice work, mice. That's all Kristoff. Yeah. L- Loomis and Harford are like playing rock, paper, scissors for who gets to run the boat every day. <laughs> oh, I imagine whoever had to get the boat off the shore, because I imagine Tanger just immediately ran ashore and started set running cor- towards Elmos. Tanger's first response was set course for Elmos, forgetting that it is completely in the center of the, of the <laughs> land. <laughs> And after about maybe an hour of trying to figure out how they were going to walk the boat to Elmas, he was like, "Okay, I'll just take a, I'll get a ride. I'll just take my, I'll just take my portable boat." And he get to get to the little boat toy. He's stowing away his schematics for a boat with wheels. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, it's going to change the world along. someday. The sequel to the crab tank. <laughs> God. Oh, sick. Yeah, and uh, for my uh, town experience, I'm going to take Eyes on the Horizon, uh, Spot Trouble Before It Starts, because obviously Tander, he's always up in the ringing. He he loves to to keep an eye out. How does that come to bear initially? Like, what what do you spot some trouble? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it is Zeke's wedding, so yeah, you spot. I was, I was <laughs> oh, the, tr- the just... trouble is that it's Zeke's Boom. wedding. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> take oh, that. No. I was oh. just thinking that maybe grandmother came from the same direction as Tander, oh, since they were both in the sea. So the first, like, the first danger can... detected and warned about was, oh shit, your fucking weird grandma's coming. I think Tander can smell the like, like ocean-based uh, uh, near dwelling <laughs> going on. He's not going to say anything. You read the invitation and read that Kristoff's last name is Farshore, and you were like, oh shit. Sure. <laughs> That implies sea-based activity, and then, like, I feel like he can, he, he, like, Tander is like, I, I can smell piracy. 
I can smell it on someone here. Yeah, it smells uh, like I was crime. Gonna say, that's great. Tander just following grandma around. Like, are you? Do- I bet you're do- thinking about doing some piracy right now, huh? Oh, you know what would really hit the spot for me is some piracy. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> this are, we are really me. discovering that we're cops in this episode. <laughs> I, I told you. Damn, can't believe Savash won from the grave now. That's <laughs> right. Like part it's me, card. Savash. It's me, the ghost of Savash. <laughs> Alright, we finished the first yeah. step. So, yeah. I guess really so. morally <laughs> complex first step. So now we're, we're going to uh, take turns. We're going to go in uh, sequence to to select games. Again, the, the list of games is on page 24 and 25 of the Stewpot PDF. And some of these have different names. And there are some additions, if you'll notice, in our uh, conversion doc as well. All right. I can't not pick this. I'm the most excited about this. This is Grant's custom game, The Venue Search. We okay. we already know it's going to be in Elmas, and like that's already kind of a decision about the venue, so we might as well finish it up. Everything else about the wedding is so dependent on the venue. I want to do that first. All right. Venue True. search is uh, uh, also an adaptation of sorts. This is loosely inspired by a game called Millennial Apartment Hunters by James D'Amato. You can check it out. But this is stripped down. I say that not only to give credit where it's due, but also to point out that this is based on a game that you can play a full night's one-shot with. So keep that in mind. Trusting you with the rope to pull me out when I inevitably get way too involved. I don't think we have to look at very many venues, like maybe like two, three tops. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can keep it tight. Even someone who says they get married inside a dirty sock if they had to is really hoping they don't have to. The biggest decision you'll make with the most effects down the line is the venue. Weigh your priorities and make it work. Now, the way this is going to go, we're going to choose two or more characters to look at a venue and one player to be the host of that venue. The host is attached to that place. Maybe they're an owner or an employee or a neighbor with the keys and a free hour to show the place off etc. Give the host a name and a look. Start with a pool of five standard six-sided dice. The host is going to name the venue, welcome the characters that have come to view it, then roll the entire dice pool. Players take turns describing one detail about the venue based on the available die results. Sixes are perfect, beyond what you dared hope. Ones are disastrous, a nightmare you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. Fives through twos fall along the spectrum between write down all five details. And then there's a little list of bullet-pointed ideas for things you, you can assign. Capacity, accessibility, comfort, location, decor, etc. Uh, characters in the viewing may use an experience to improve, what, to improve one of the results, increasing its numeric value by one. This can be done once per venue. Each character may only do this once per game. Any sixes rolled come out of the dice pool and are replaced with a four-sided die. Oh my this, God. Includes, this includes sixes that are made by using an experience to improve a five. That's so mean. Well, I guess this is about <laughs> being a millennial apartment hunter, so. That is one of the things inspired by that game, although that game uses uh, colored stones drawn out of a, a bag. Very, very different mm. uh, implement, but it's fun. Apartment Today. hunting is, is cruel. Yeah. So it is. It ideally, is. you don't want too many sixes all at once because they're out of the for the rest of the game yeah that's mean that's cruel 
Or you want a bunch because it means you have a really great place and who cares if the next place sucks? Yeah. True. Uh, Divac, you picked yeah. this game. Who is the first pair or more going and who would like to volunteer to, to be the NPC, probably gag NPC, <laughs> showing off this place? All right. So this is obviously Zeke and Kristoff, but also Grandmother Farshore is there, right? This okay. is a family okay. thing. Sure. And I think then we mm-hmm. should look at two venues because then one of them Yuria can host and one of them Drackle can host. That sounds great. One of the venues we got to look at for sure is um, getting to seeing if the building that used former to be, yeah, the former sturdy stump. Um, and then we can kind of figure out what it's what it's going to be. Uh, other ideas, I mean, Elmas is naturally beautiful, so we could go like to the moss gardens. We could go up in the tree, um, mm. that kind of thing. Um, I think that like a very like nature kind of like imagining like you know the classic like wedding background shot of like a big tree with lights in it, right? So Yuria, it sounds like you are playing someone of your own choice who is showing off uh, uh, the sturdy stump, Kristoff's former uh, uh, tavern. Yeah, what is it now? I think it might have been, uh, it's just been vacant for this entire time. Oh my god, it's a parking lot now. Oh. That's a fun Spirit twist. Halloween. That was yeah, too modern. Spirit That's too modern. Oh god. Fucking <laughs> spirit. Yeah, so it is fall, I think. Good. If it's been vacant this whole time, yeah, I mean... So that yeah, who are we meeting? Kristoff moved west like a year ago. It's been vacant for like a year. Yeah, that's enough time to be a spirit Halloween, but like not enough that's to be dilapidated. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Such a great use of time scale. I'm also imagining just like this is the first costume store in mouse culture. <laughs> Amazing. You know, for some reason, because it's mentioned, like, we kept going off the Spirit Halloween out in outfits, I want to say it's Spigot, who is inspired by Lily's costume. Ah, oh, Spigot. Spigot back from being Spigot the Wanderer during wartime. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like a, okay, so it's like a theater now, so that's why there's all these costumes and stuff. Love that. Spigot, oh. Spigot loves all those tall tales, so why not actually, you know, put it on? Theater, so. This is the display of my very soul. I call it spirit. <laughs> Before we get too deep into details, why don't you roll that die pool and uh, theaters we, are we also pretty far out from there. Wedding venues. While you roll that, we turned it from a, a, from a gay bar into a community theater. <laughs> I feel like we should so, so realistic. It's it's so yeah. true to life. <laughs> this is a pretty good. Uh, collection of dice. We got a one, two threes, a four, and a six. Oh, we got a six. Ooh, paste those All in. Right. Let's, uh, the, the three, the four of us take turns, like, like yeah. in character, walking around this place Kicking the and, and po- pointing out things. Pulling and, uh, things. You know, grandma stuff. So, uh, okay. They <laughs> didn't fix that scoreboard <laughs> yet. Well, okay. Okay. I mean, it, okay. it seems like I mean, we know we know how much space is in here, and it's, it seems like you know a, a modest amount of space for the amount of guests that we'll have. Yeah, I, I mean, I we know okay. we're, we know what we're in for. It's great. I'm sorry. What do you mean you're sorry? Don't apologize to him. No, I, if if I if I come off as testy, it's just like I put a lot of work in this place, and it 
it, it's it not feels weird, what right? I all the it to be anymore. It's all the red I'm, velvet curtains everywhere. It's just it definitely feels bad. weird now being yeah. here. But maybe maybe we could we could take those down. The decor is so cheesy now. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Boom. thing you wouldn't wor- wish on your worst enemy. Exactly. Decor. Just this is like gold paint everywhere. Even the red velvet is gold painted, you know? It's like too much. Oh god, that's <laughs> And what's the Poor six? Ticket. The six The six is comfort because it's so familiar. <laughs> yeah, like it's our it's our place, right? And and everyone knows it. Everyone we're inviting knows where this is and and you know, most people have been yeah, there. Yeah, this before. is where everyone would assume that it's gonna be. Yeah. Zeke's like, I, I love that, right? Like, the Zeke, Zeke isn't going to explicitly say it, but he's like, ah, something I'm comfortable with. That's always my number one pick. Yeah, Grandma's also into it, because this is like the one building in Elmos that she actually does like. Well, did like, I guess. Uh, I'm going to take that three to say that Kristoff oh, no. is very uncomfortable here. It's just like... It gives him the heebie-jeebies. It's like going to your childhood home and nothing is quite right. Everything feels smaller and you you feel or smaller like, when like you're you there. Or like you sell the house and the, you know, your parents sold their house and then the next owners like flipped it. So it's all like upgraded now <laughs> and it's all like black, white, and gray. I don't know. From the der- description of the decor, I do not consider this an upgrade. <laughs> it's, it's like the entire theater looks painted at the quality of the sets. Oh, I, I'll take one of those for, like, because at the beginning I was talking about, like, capacity, so... Might be a little too small, so three. I mean, let's go with a three for capacity, yeah. But we're not, I mean, Checks I'm out. not Checks imagining out. that we're going to have a very large wedding. <laughs> Gotta invite every mouse that's been named in the entire series. Right, Kristoff? I mean, all... there's, we're not going to invite that many people. Who do we, ha- you know, we just have our our friends and, and small... And the family. I always tell you you have more friends right. than you think, dear. They can all fit in here, right? <laughs> Jesus. Kristoff <laughs> looks at his grandmother and just like, no. Well, they certainly packed the seats in here like sardines. Or whatever the sardine equivalent would be for us mice. <laughs> Smelt. There you go. <laughs> They're freshwater fish. Uh, we, we got a four left to be defined. Who wants to say something a little above average about this place? Location, yeah, the location's fine. There's, it's you know, it's still downtown Elmas, right? There's like a lot of, it's a nice area. Um, there's you know other, uh, I guess like proven good location. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. yeah. plenty of parking. I want, I want to say Spigot is now like the direct, the artistic director. Yeah, of Spigot, the how how do you Spigot sell us on on the That's, venue? Spigot, sell us this building. We get out. <laughs> <laughs> Sell it literally. Channel your inner property brothers. Oh god. Bring uh, them out. I'm not that evil. <laughs> Bring them out. Open the cage. <laughs> you want me to tap in or tag in and place Figgit? And you can take the other one? If you're able to, yeah. I don't I don't have any recollections of how Spigot talked, but I, I can talk property brothers. <laughs> Spigot was a little shit who grew up a lot in the background. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. Or has grown a little too artistic into a theater poity toity. <laughs> yeah. Theater. A theater. A theater. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm tagging in. I'm going to play Spigot. 
Uh, okay, so as you can see, the location has been through some significant makeovers. Uh, it is well furnished, spacious, hmm. prime location, huh. perfect view of the tree. You see the accents on the velvet that we put in? I did those myself. I see nothing but the accents on the velvet you put in. Oh, now, the view is nice. I can see the tree. You can always see the tree. It's Elmas. (laughs) Where mice trees take up most of our vision. (laughs) We literally cannot see the forest through the trees. (laughs) So what will it take to get this, to get your wedding in here today? Sell it back to my grandson. Some power washing? Um, what? What is that? <laughs> oh, it's this new thing I invented. <laughs> we could rearrange the furniture. Could rearrange it outside Zeke, into the garbage. Zeke, I, yeah. This, this was a good idea, but we should look at the other idea before we sign anything. Before we rip all these seats out Especially- and throw them outside <laughs> in the dumpster. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> These chairs are cardboard. <laughs> Peach Jr. tries Which to sit in one and just collapses it. It just collapses yeah. in oh. And all the chairs fall like dominoes, like down to the front. Oh, oh Peach. We're all about ambiance. We're painting the illusion of a packed theater. Is that that is what's important? Oh, that's that explains the closet back here, full of like paper standees, mannequins. Yeah, I guarantee best turnout for your wedding ever. It is going to be, you know, a significant event in, in Elmas. Uh, that's that's true. It has a lot of history with us, and I know it it might feel kind of weird now that it's different, but, I mean, the, I, to me, the, the place is still special. Wouldn't it be a dramatic romantic story coming back to the tavern that you once owned to have the most beautiful wedding that people will come from miles apart to see. I I don't know about the part where they don't own it anymore. That kind of makes the story a little sad. So that said, pulls out wallet. (laughs) We don't have any dice left for the cost. (laughs) Does anybody want to use an experience to turn that one into a two or upgrade any of the threes and fours into fours and fives? I just Um, feel so accurate. (laughs) It does. We're gonna have to do a lot of work. That's what um, that's what our business cards say. Exactly what you expected. But we do. I mean, we do get to use our. Um, I I could try to I could try to pull artisan and and start talking about you know how we could take some stuff out for the you know for the venue of you know t- we we could take out these curtains we could store them over here we could take these seats out and you can see they're just they're just sitting on the floors they're not bolted down so the f- the floors are still intact so that's great we just need to clean it up and we could really have a large like dance hall space in here okay okay i i Gr- see grandma it. finally agrees with zeke for once so, so is that turning the the one into a two? It's, it's I guess I don't know. Increasing increasing the that the decor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So cool. Maybe if we didn't have so many nude statues of spigot, <laughs> we could take some of the curtains down and put those over the statues. <laughs> well, that one that's peeing it... might make it kind of hard because it will get wet. We'll have to shut the water off to that one. <laughs> well, that's our water feature. Uh, okay. So so now we have. 
we got a pretty good place. Uh, I like to say, I like to call it that. Yeah, pretty I'm sure good. you do. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't we look at the next place on our list? Uh, we might want to have a nice outdoor garden, uh, a nice yeah. outdoor wedding in uh, the Elmos Gardens, the, the Hanging Moss Gardens of Elmos. They are nice. Yeah, and the maybe the, the keeper. I mean, that's like it's like a public park. You know, type of space, right? It's, I mean, it's very beautiful like, yeah. gardens, but it's also like publicly accessible. So maybe the person who owns and or not owns it, but manages it on behalf of the city is maybe you know like a sort of a nature lover, a gardener or a groundskeeper. Maybe kind of a hippie. Oh yeah, who, who wants to play knows this mouse? Too much went- about moss. You're going from the theater kid to the to the hippie gardener. <laughs> yeah, I know all about moss. What do you think, Yuria? I think I can do a hippie, yeah. Well, since you rolled the last dice pool, I, th- I guess it's someone else's turn to dr- roll. Or you can. Dice don't care who rolls them. Yeah, but, uh, dice don't care who rolls them. This is going to be 4d6 plus 1d4. Yeah, we, we've, been, we've been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. He keeps saying all but, the way but, there. Well, you want me to roll them since Yuria rolled saying, the first right? one? Reverse sure. karma. 4d6 plus 1d4. Okay. That's the quote, right? We've been fucked like a fiddle. <laughs> and okay. give us the values, not the total. We have rolled a two, a four, and two fives. All right, pretty good. Pretty there good. They are in the chat. Pretty nice gardens. Yeah, it's, these are these are beautiful. I mean, it's 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 beautiful here. You know, the decor. Like, that's a five. I do feel like yeah, definitely. I yeah. do feel like comfort is probably going to be the two because it's outside. And that's like Are these are these the only chairs you have available? Yeah. The, the, the thing about outside is that if the weather decides you're not comfortable, then you're really not comfortable. Hope it doesn't rain on our wedding day. That would be bad luck. That would be so ironic. I hate I, I, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. No. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for yeah, saying yeah. that um, up. What, don't you think so? Excuse me, miss, just just in case, just in case, do you have a rain canopy or or rain location of any sort. There's the moss. (laughs) Everybody under the moss. The moss that collects it and leaks it into the worst places. What is is this character, what is this host, like, how does she feel about the property? Like, I mean, I, I assume she takes a lot of pride in it as a garden. We take the most excellent care of our gardens. Ever since that one incident with that one mouse trying to uh, steal some moss, we've been taking very seriously here. That was probably spigot. Maybe she doesn't... That, that was it. That was his old. Maybe she doesn't really... Maybe she's not super gung-ho about it being used as a wedding venue, though. Like, because it would disrupt... Oh, what did you say it was a wedding? Oh. You see, moss is such a, an indicator of the times to come. The age of love. <laughs> Oh really? What does it what does it mean? Why it's a representation of the union. You see how moss just grows on trees for so long. I imagine this groundskeeper being like, why why would you want to be inside while it's raining? I don't understand. <laughs> Rainwater is the life-giving <laughs> It's the life-giving nectar of the gods. Why would you put up any sort of umbrella or tarp or anything like that would be that would be disrupting the natural harmony of the moss garden. The moss does need to be moisturized a lot, so... Insulted that you would even insinuate having a canvas up. Don't worry, though, it will probably not rain that day. <laughs> probably. Yeah, it'll, 
probably not rain. You look back at Spigot's tavern, there's a sign that's like, usually doesn't rain inside. (laughs) I mean, it's the spring. How often could it be raining? It'll be fine. I don't know which of these things I'm saying is Zeke and which one of these I'm lying. (laughs) I can see your party like trying to convince themselves that this is the better option than Spigot's place. Even if, even when you see the glaring flaws. Six, no spigot. <laughs> the spot would probably have a lot of, like, uh, fireflies and stuff at night. Ooh. So if the wedding is held mm. later. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's our replacement because we don't have, like, lights, you know. Hey, that's a great point. Now these two should be trying to compete for our money. <laughs> so I, I think we've got a two for no rain shelter, five for fireflies, five for just the natural majesty of this garden. We got oh, two... So- Two, so like, majestic. pretty good. Two fours. Two, like, better than average. Um, capacity. capacity probably pretty good. It's just wide open spaces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yay. And same for, like, accessibility. Obviously, True. everybody can find it. It's an iconic location in Elmas. It's, it's a, you know, a, a park. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not, I mean, it, there's there's moss everywhere. So it's not, you know, like, it's not a, it's not a five or a six. But, you know, it's... It's, it's easy to get in. And another four. I mean, it, it's just like the memory, right? Like, th- this is a place that... The spot where we went on our first This is date. the spot. This is the spot. Like, Spigot wanted yeah. to sell that the refurbished building as the spot. This is the spot, right? And, and it's still there, right? It, it hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't, yeah, like, changed a meaning for either of us the way the, the, the yeah. stump has. Yeah, I think we have, like, a moment, like, we're, like, standing in a spot that we both remember from the date and, like, look out at the view and are like, wow, look how far we've come. Now, I want to point out that one of the rules of this is if a place has two or more sixes, we automatically get to increase our uh, wedding rating by one. This place has two fives, but both Grandma and uh, uh, Kristoff still have the ability to bump up a five to a six. So if we commit yeah. to that... I would like to do that, yeah. That right. does sound like the intelligent play. So you notice, like, uh, uh, at some point, Kristoff is just, like, leaning over towards Zeke, just like, and, like, pointing at things, and he is planning how he can use his, his green thumb uh, uh, to, like, grow the moss. There's just enough time to shape it into, like, topiaries. Like, build Aww. build an arch to stand under during the vows out of the growing moss of the gardens. And just, like, really shaping this this garden sculpturally to be something, like, almost fairy tale magical. So I'm going to turn that second five into a six with uh, the adventurer skill, Green Thumb. Perfect. I don't know how to improve on fireflies. Let's see. What attracts <laughs> fireflies? Or would also be something like, I don't know, decor for, for nighttime to, to and, oh, like, yeah, be something alongside sparkly. them. Oh, yeah, something to help amplify the lighting up at times. I was the thinking, disco balls from Spigots. <laughs> yeah, well, that's enough disco balls. We don't need any more, please. So you can do some, that. like... like to accentuate the light from the fireflies. And in, and in, to get the resources and uh, the pe- people, really, to put together all that stuff, I'm going to go ahead and use my command of bureaucracy and regulations to uh, find some kind of, like, old, obscure rule about town fairs in the garden and how the town must supply some funding and help to it and how a wedding technically counts. <laughs> Got him. 
I mean, I, I think they've been through a lot. You don't need to convince them super hard to be like, hey, what if we did something nice for once? Oh, just for the town in general? Yeah, after the, cause it's I don't know, this town war. is kind of full of bitches. That's true, also. <laughs> There's kind of a lot of them who are like, oh, but suffering builds the character of the common people. Oh god, they're all Calvin's dad. <laughs> yeah. Calvin's exactly, dad's here. A bunch of Calvin's dads in here. Anyway, yeah, so. So it's two sixes. We're gonna get a little bit more help from the town, especially with the uh, ceremonial firefly viewing. Possibly okay. just by spreading a bunch of honey on the tree to make sure there are a bunch of fireflies. <laughs> Alright, we. So, <laughs> the worst thing about this is still, there is still no rain shelter. That is bad. Yeah. I mean. But, I, I was thinking about upgrading that at first, but then we wouldn't get that cool bonus point. Yeah. So, so I, I think we're going with Almas Gardens. Yeah, yes. I think we are. Sorry, Spigot, yeah. you can keep your fucking refurbished trash hole. And the things that <laughs> we've at, the things that we've uh, uh, decided Sorry, about bro. it mean that our, I think our atmosphere is where that extra point yeah, is going. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, you just told me it was in Fireflies, so whatever that actually means. <laughs> Level up fireflies. So now we have a level two atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Hooray. I used one of my lore mouse, one of my adventurer jobs, so I get to uh, unlock a town job, one of my merchant experiences. I'm going to take network. I, I was watching my grandma square those deals. And like, I can do that. Oh, so that's how you yell at chumps. I can network now. <laughs> I think Kristoff knows how to yell at chumps. I get it now. You, ju you just have to make it seem like more work to not listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> Drackle, what's our next game? What's our next mini game? Um, I'm scrolling up and down the list. Let's see. You're the best man. Yeah. So like another thing is like we could we mm. could go sh Ooh. clothes shopping for the, <gasps> the like yeah, the outfits to that's wear. That's what bachelor parties are, right? Yeah, oh, or shit. we have a bachelor party. No, don't make don't make Zeke have a bachelor. Please make Zeke have a bachelor party. Please make Zeke. Have a <laughs> oh. Is a friendly tavern brawl how we play out the bachelor party? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. 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 100%. Oh, this is cringe. Is it a combined or separate? I feel like it's a combined. I feel like Zeke can't emotionally handle a separate one. He'll die. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Each tavern has its rowdy patrons. You know they're good at heart, but sometimes when the ale is flowing and spirits are high, things get a little out of hand. How do you handle the situation? Set up. Brawlers. One or more players are the brawlers. They can be player characters or NPCs. What is the disagreement that has caused the first punch to be thrown? De-escalators. This can be one, but should usually be several player characters. <laughs> what made you get involved? Who is the first to intervene? So the way this is like set up default is like some townies are talking shit. Uh, uh, because, I mean, the way it's set up default is some guests are talk are, are doing some shit and you are the owners, but mm -hmm. that's the difference. Keeps telling you we need to decrease the tariffs, you idiot. <laughs> Bonk. So who is in this fight? Uh, I feel like Tander is 100% in the fight. Is, is Tander 100% a brawler or a de-escalator? De uh, um, I think you know the answer to that. I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah. Tander's not good at de-escalating. He can only escalate until the situation falls off a cliff and burns up in a fiery blaze. And I'm an angry NPC who's going to beat up Tander. We're at a bar that's Dang. not 
that's not the not spigots not spigots but a real bar for the bachelor party and there's a fight (laughs) that's my drink you little shit uh uh so it sounds like ix is a a new npc and tander are both brawlers Uh, while i think zeke and kristoff are de-escalators because you said it's a joint one, yeah, so Kristoff's here too. Yeah, I, I feel like one, one of them, between the two of us, should be less interested in de-escalating the situation for some reason. <laughs> Yuria, do you, do you want in, the, in on this as uh, either Isabelle or someone else? Uh, I Yeah, I think she's going to probably be here to help de-escalate Yeah, we stuff. need some mom energy she's at this bachelor mm, party. Why... Why is a mom that is not even the mom of either of the grooms at the bachelor party? <laughs> because neither of the grooms can say no, I guess. Coincidence. Uh, so Yeah, I guess now this might be the only tavern in town now that the other one is a terrible community theater with too much glitter. Uh, brawlers, what is the disagreement that caused the first punch to be thrown? What? <laughs> How- That's my drink. I think somebody was flirting with one of the grooms inappropriately. <gasps> At the, Ooh. at the hey venue. Hey stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. Is Tander defending our honor? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is a mouse that looks like Pete the cat that's flirting with Kristoff. Okay, so this this answers the question. Someone was flirting with Kristoff, obviously, not Zeke. And Zeke's like kind of not interested <laughs> in de-escalating the situation because he's also kind of mad. Okay, God. okay. And has been oh. drinking and is kind of like... Let them fight. Yeah, we've already done. We've already done our toasts. We've already. We're like. We're like neck deep into this party. It hasn't. It's just you know. So we're already like lost in the sauce of it. So the de-escalator question is: What made you get involved? I was involved from the beginning. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who was first to intervene? I think it was Tanner. (laughs) Yeah, I would. Tanner's definitely the one that'd be like, "Hey, hey, buddy, back off." Uh, what? I'm just uh, trying to talk to the nice gentleman here. You little shit. Oh Breaking God. up the fight. De-escalators follow the steps to stop the fight. Brawlers respond appropriately. At least one experience, ahaha, at least one experience should be used during one of the steps. So at least one of us has to use an experience somewhere in the course of this game. It can be more than that. We can all use one, but at least one of us at least once. Got it? The approach. De-escalators. The first thing you need to do is interrupt the fight. How do you draw their attention? Uh, I think as this fight is going on, Kristoff is just gonna, like, whistle for attention. Like a, hey, hey. <laughs> Class? Sort of whistle. And, and just, like, lift his paws and turn away and start leaving. <laughs> hey, what? Come on. Brawlers, how do you lash out? What do you say that you shouldn't have? I think, oh, uh, come on. I was just trying to show this little shit a thing or two. Come on. Ah, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just... God, Tanner just wants to, to, to slap the slap the taste out of this slap person's mouth. Out of this, this, <laughs> so what do you say, Tanner? hand who is also here miles away from the lake for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does that come out of your, your mouth, Tanner? What do you say that you shouldn't have? I don't. I don't think Tanner's great at the comebacks. It just be something like, hey, "You better, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself." <laughs> yeah, where'd you get that one from? Uh, you see one of those shitty plays down at that stupid little <laughs> playhouse, and Spigot sitting in the corner is like, oh. 
Kristoff ha- hasn't actually left. He's just sitting down, grumpy, staring with his arms crossed. Kristoff's saying we're leaving for like the twentieth time. <laughs> uh-huh. But he can't leave. He doesn't want Tanner hey, come to on. He's got- come on. Let me just take care of this little shit, and I'll be right with you. Hey, hey, handsome. De-escalators. How do you put space between the brawlers? Is there something else you can do? You can get them to focus on. Oh, I can spend my experience for this one. There you go. So to put space between the brawlers, I think we're going to do that a little more literally. I'm going to use my experience big paw. Move the immovable as Isabel (laughs) just physically picks up (laughs) one paw and drags him off. This'll be fun. Brawlers, try to start the fight back up again. <laughs> oh, come on, lady. Xander, what does that Let look like? Let go of me. Let go of me. Boom, pal. So you just started swinging at uh, Isabel? Oh, I'd also like to say that um, probably everybody has not really noticed that they're here because they're so quiet, but Peach Jr. is also here at this bachelor party and is probably the one holding back Tander. Mm-hmm. But I think... Possibly just literally holding him. Tander, this this boorish stranger has has been uh, creeping on your your one friend's uh, soon-to-be husband and your and is now swinging at your other friend's mom. What do you do? That's not acceptable. I this is the part where Tander would actually start fighting. He wasn't going to fight before, but now now that somebody's taking a swing at someone's mom, no, that's this is too no. This, <laughs> this is, action has to be met with action and I'm using my, yes. my duelist everybody, uh, somebody experience, and and we're just starting up the full uh, Tander fight scene here, where like all the goons' friends have jumped off their tables, and they're just fighting. He's like walk. He's like like sword fighting up one flight of stairs and down the other. Like <laughs> well, I can't I can't just leave my friend Tander and try to de-escalate the situation when this is happening. I gotta help. <laughs> Yes, the brawlers are winning. I'm helping. <laughs> I'm, I'm switching sides onto the side of brawlers. I'm, I'm helping. I gotta help Tanner. I, I, Peach I grab Peach like Peach Jr. A... is wordlessly moving his hands around trying to calm everybody down. It's not, it doesn't really seem to I be like working. hand Tanner an empty bottle to like break and bridge <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Excellent. So, step... Z Step takes on this like cool like 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 you know Chunibyo samurai ass kind of like pose of like you shouldn't have messed with me. Please don't mess with our families. Z's like he's not like actively hitting anybody, but I think he's like he's in it and he's like dodging and like disarming people and and stuff like that to be like you know because he's, he's, he's having, pissed. Is he having like shitty little whiny flirting with Kristoff? Like so, looks like you're no. He's probably Kristoff's probably very disappointed at him for doing this um, because he's so much oh, yeah. because because oh, Zeke no. and Tanner are so much better at fighting than everybody else here. Oh, <laughs> I know, like Kristoff is like under the table as like mayhem erupts all around. Tander's like swinging on a chandelier. Probably ends with all the goons and the lecherous leader who I mentally in my head named Chin. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In a big pile outside the door. Chin on top. I think that's going to usher in the next phase, the talk down. Yeah, I think so. De-escalators, how do you ensure that the fight won't break out again tonight? All well, right, so all the, Christoph... everyone on one side is in a pile outside. <laughs> well, we won. That's how we de-escalated. Kristoff yeah. wades the into the pile. Kristoff wades into the pile. He grabs, like, a... Uh, uh, Chin. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he grabs Zeke, picks him oh, okay. up out of the pile, and plants oh, the yeah. biggest kiss right on his mouth you've ever seen. And, and then looks at this guy like, hey, asshole, I'm taken. Fuck that's, and Zeke's like, yeah, well, Zeke's yeah. like that's my fiance. We're engaged. We're going to get married. He's like drunk. Uh, well, I, I not, I'm not jealous of you at all. <laughs> Well, but it's Zeke, so like as they're like walking away, he goes, I hope you find love in your own life. <laughs> and like points. I mean, fuck you. We learned a lot I, about Chin, the, the, the lecherous mouse in this session. Yeah, I think yeah. Chin's gonna have to show up at the wedding now. I don't know if I'm you were sorry. reading ahead, but I think that bit of like internal monologue answers, brawlers, how are you feeling? <laughs> what almost makes you start up the fight again? <laughs> <laughs> but we don't need to. We won. That's, that's the perfect de-escalation technique. Yeah. We are uh, cops, after what all. A, what a great moral of this episode. Be a cop, <laughs> win the tavern brawl. Just, just beat your enemies into submission. It's fine. Remember, kids, you can never be tried for anything if you win. <laughs> the history belongs to the victors. That's not the relationship between this organization and local... Never mind. I spent, like, three years trying to make that point, but apparently I didn't properly. It's too funny, we can't stop. I'm, it's too funny, and I'm a dirtbag criminal, so of course I'm gonna make fun of the people who try to keep me from doing things that make me rich. <laughs> they I'm try to do things that character. keep you from getting eaten by snakes. It's the local I... settlements that... Actually, never mind, never mind. Yeah, never but mind. I need to steal their gold they while they protect <laughs> Then why were you talking about money laundering earlier in chat? Checkmate. You have gold! <laughs> you probably have more uh, gold right. than I all of gold. the cards, mice. I do now. So, the aftermath. Everyone has been picked up off the floor and dusted off. Together, answer the aftermath questions. Man, that fight was... That in-character fight was so good, we started fighting out of character. <laughs> were, were any of the player characters hurt? If yes, how do you help each other recover? Um, I think Peach is... A, Peach at least got a shiner. Yeah, there were some swings thrown at Isabel. Is Isabel okay? Oh, no. I think she's okay because, like, she probably didn't even notice it. Mm. Yeah, is, they just bounced off her armor class. Yeah, we're all really Very tough. ineffective swing. Wait, but Peach, Peach's, he's not? Is his are his muscles just for show? He's just like a bodybuilder, but he doesn't no, know. No, he just got punched in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see your muscles protect you from that. I'm just saying. Me and, me and Tanner Zeke. and Isabel have been fighting for a, lot, a, lot of part, a big part of our lives and... Okay, so formerly just Grandma didn't like Zeke, now Peach doesn't like Zeke. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. Is there a significant damage to this tavern we were visiting uh, at yes. the bachelor party? Oh, yeah. I yeah, think so. What's it going I to take to fix it? Money. I think after ending up with a grand to Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, this is probably when you call in Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> This is when you call in Grandma's wallet that I've been talking about this whole time. Turns out I'm buying a different tavern than I thought. How d <laughs> How does this place deal with the brawlers? Are they banned? Do they need to pay a fine? Yes. Hey, put, it, put it on the guards Definitely tab. a fine. Oh god, does the mouse guard have to help pay for it? Oh, that would be very funny. Oh, Good. Oh We're in so much trouble. God. Both Peach Jr. and the guard got a black eye today, yes. <laughs> Yeah, because you have, like, your stipend to, like, run your boat business and stuff, and now... I gotta send a message back to the boys that we're, e we're eating uh, uh, bread for the next couple of months. 
It's too funny for me to pass up though, it's too funny and fitting, so can I please use palm grease to pay that fine? One of my criminal yeah. adventurer <laughs> abilities. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. I had to use my secret stash to buy this tavern for you, Kristoff, so you better make it as successful as the last one was. I would hope for more, so... You threw Chin through a structural wall. Oh no! Oh, no. The Property Brother mice are coming in here, they're like, that's a structural no, wall, that's a support one, I can't demo that! Spigot. Spigot's like looking looking out the window from across the street, like rubbing his hands together, like, oh, I can expand. And for that, I'm going to be taking the public speaker efficient uh. uh, ability, but that's mostly for yelling at my own family members for making me pay for an entire tavern. Skill so, yelling at family. I, I believe uh, Tander and Isabel both also used adventurer jobs in that one. So yes. yep. you both need to t now take or get to take town jobs. Okay. What what did you learn or town, from that town experience experiences rather of beating the shit out of some dock workers who <laughs> still don't know why they were here? <laughs> I'm gonna take the organizer experience because I organized uh, a fight scene. <laughs> I organized I organized a beatdown of some local uh, dock workers. Are they local? Are they? I don't know. Are why, they local the, dock workers dock to this landlocked why, city? Wait, why are they dock know, workers? I, I don't know, but Chin, uh, I was doing a dock worker voice, so I think they're just all in. They're, they're in very lost. They're in construction. Yeah, they're actually are here you? for an unrelated wedding. <laughs> Yeah, there's a different wedding. It's Chin's sister's wedding, which is some, which yeah. is now going to happen in Spigot's tavern because the that the other place was booked. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. They get <laughs> no, there's shitty... a competing wedding. This is perfect. That is, this very, is all perfect. that is a very bridezilla's thing to happen, though. Yeah, <laughs> we just need two more it's weddings, okay. and then it can be four weddings on TLC. We got the we got the good venue. It's okay. Hell yeah, uh, I'm going to take chronicler because. You gotta remember these things, and a good oh, wedding ball is always a good what part a story. of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing makes a good That's wedding a like a page brawl. in the scrapbook. <laughs> yeah. The pictures taken at the bachelor's party brawl. So, that was our third minigame in a row. Now it is time to play the, the party planning minigame. Uh, how we've changed the wear and tear minigame from Stew Pot Out the Box. After playing this game, we may increase one of our wedding ratings by one. Anyone can play. As a group, decide what part or parts of the wedding need fixing and touching up and what the new features of the wedding will be. Take turns describing what you are doing uh, uh, to make that happen. Choose one of the following prompts to get started. I'm reading off of page 31 in the PDF. Or come up with your own. Everyone, everyone should pick one. So, atmosphere, we're doing pretty good. Cuisine and service are at one. Do, what do we want to improve? I was thinking cuisine. What are people going to What are people going to eat in this big mossy field? Yeah. Moss, moss. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to uh, ask Isabel. Like right for now, help that one rating reflects just the moss that's at the ground at your feet when you go to the wedding. That's your meal. Everybody goes for McDonald's after the wedding. <laughs> oh no, McDonald's is the name of the tavern we destroyed. <laughs> I think we're we're agreed. We're we're going to be bumping cuisine. So let's just all go around in a circle and say what our characters are doing to work toward that goal of getting better food uh, for this wedding. I'm teaching everyone how to bake. So, well, oh, you're teaching Peach like... Junior how to bake, and it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seeing Tander, it with a like, steak uh... on his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah. 
Now, oh dear, be careful not to let the truces drip into the dough, <laughs> otherwise it's going to contaminate it. Oh, well, I thought we were making meat pies. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Peach Jr.'s helping with that. I think Grandma's probably out and about talking to people in the city trying to hire some, um... Chefs? Yeah, like chefs, like the whatever official caterers the town uses for town mm. fairs, getting in touch with them. Kristoff is likewise uh, reconnecting with his old suppliers for when he ran a restaurant. I mean, they're... Nice. Yeah, maybe yeah. You, maybe you remember it. It's right over there. It's a terrible <laughs> theater now. Don't, don't look at one of the two businesses that have been destroyed. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's... Uh-huh. He's seeing, like, which oh, of his boy. vendors are still in town and in the business, and if the, the ones that aren't, like, if anyone picked up their line in, in the time sense. A lot can change in that one year in particular. And now the biggest one is Chin's sister. So, <laughs> probably not that one. I mean, she's probably on vacation for the wedding anyway. So for, yeah, for one thing. So is Chin part of the one of the other ruling families here? Is Chin part of the <laughs> carpenter family? family? Yeah, Chin we've already established that the third party sucks, so yes. Chin Carpenter, yeah, perfect. Yeah, he's he's like an out-of-town cousin, distantly related to the exactly. first family, yeah, he's, but he's exactly. still he's related. Only, he's only in town for the other wedding. I, I don't, what, what what could Tander be doing to help with food? Getting lectured by guard <laughs> <That's master. laughs> It talks, like, when it gives examples, it's like, because I'm thinking of this for Zeke too, that you can, like, ask someone for help or, like, observe someone else to, like, teach you. Oh, maybe Tander could help uh, whip up a, a field kitchen for the for the venue. Ah, yeah, love a field kitchen. We'll set up. We'll, we'll build some tables because apparently they had nothing. They just like I guess a bunch of rocks that people would sit on to look at moss. So Tander's that's a, that's gonna, a one rating for a, you. It was just a garden. <laughs> the garden organizer this. hears you and is mad. <laughs> Every time we, every time you piss her off, like Spigot is like off in the background, like pretty uh, soon you'll be back in my back in my room. <laughs> it's coming together. Back in my clutches. Spigot's tired of dealing with the carpenters. <laughs> They're anyway. his least favorite band. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what Tander is doing. He's Terrible. helping with the furniture for the. I think Zeke is taking this opportunity to learn more about about baking and about cooking. Um, as well, like along along with Peach Junior, and um, oh, can I, they can they can bond we, over over the the love of making little tarts for the? We we kind of addressed this. A li- we started to address this in in Discord, but are Zeke and Peach Junior related? Um, are they? I don't know. Is, that would be is a Peach wild Junior? I'm uh, uh, sorry, not Kristoff uh, and Peach Junior related. Oh, sorry, okay. I misspoke. Oh. Are they are they related? Like are they? Or is Peace Junior like a third think, party, like oh, boy Peace toy Junior situation? Like a third party. Family. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know about boy toy when you hear the backstory later, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> third party is most accurate. Yes. Okay, so not not a family, not a family bonding activity. Okay. Yeah. Um. Very specifically, not a family member for a very tragic reason that we'll get into. Well, let's see, because I wanna I wanna try to use one of my adventure skills in this so that I can get another town skill um mm-hmm. so uh so what better opportunity to use the scout skill adder's fangs knowing about deadly poisons and their antidotes to, <laughs> to, learn, oh. to learn how to not fuck up food 
So he's like, uh, we, we're I, fucking it up I real guess. bad. We're like, we charred stuff, like stuff is raw and stuff like that. So Zeke is like, instead, oh, I'm going to also take this opportunity to learn about like first aid oh, for God. consuming undercooked food. He's God. figuring out, like, cross-contamination from first principles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Peach Jr. He invents the concept of washing your hands before you handle food. <laughs> oh. Which makes Peach Jr. the test subject of all this. Yeah. I feel what like we're if we had more than one cutting board? Wait a minute. <laughs> I, feel like I we're, solved it. <laughs> we're both bad at this. Like, we're very much... Like, Zeke is not good at this. Let me... Don't, don't get me wrong, right? Like, he's he's also fucking oh, yeah, it up really bad. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm implying. Yeah. From Craft Mouse, I'm going to take the skill Repair, fix anything with enough time, which is what I'm trying to do to this pastry that I've fucked up. Repair this pastry. I can fix it. You're you're about to be a comedic contestant on Great British Bake Off. Yeah. You're about to go viral. Oh, no. So, yeah, I think that's everybody, and I think Zeke is the only one who gets to trade up to a town experience. Well, you guys all did it last time, so and I forgot. It's true, it's true. So I had to do it. And now, I I believe that's the end of party planning, which brings us to next pick, Ix's pick. What game are we playing next? So we do upgrade, right? Let's take a look here. We upgrade cuisine from one to two. Okay. Yeah. Successfully upgraded. Yay. What levels are we at for everything right now? Two cuisine, two atmosphere, one service. Hmm. Peach Jr. is our only quote-unquote employee. <laughs> and he's been injured, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, Peach Jr.'s at, like, half capacity I right hope, now. I hope he doesn't continue to get injured throughout this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please not. Bruises, I'm like a peach. We're going to regret our delicate, like deeds. a peach. <laughs> oh. Well, I already do. I would like to go to the market, though. Mm, market. I've been market, thinking market. that we need some supplies, especially since it seems that um, we've consumed all of our ingredients in the uh, test kitchen. <laughs> Zeke, test welcome kitchen? to the test kitchen. <laughs> the mouse guard test kitchen. <laughs> Zeke used up all of our ingredients trying to bake one pastry. Zeke's like ninja on the <laughs> on the uh, oh bon appetit cooking show. <laughs> Where Carla Lolly Music tries to teach him how to make toad in the hole, and he cuts the whole loaf of bread in half. <laughs> Market day. Oh, Zeke. You would never have guessed how many things a wedding needs to operate. It feels like you're always at the market. Uh, in your previous life, you would have just thrown your coin at the nearest merchant to get what you need. But now that you're tied down to one very special day, it's not as easy to get just the right thing. Buying something isn't as straightforward as a simple transaction. Still, uh, uh, being in Almos has its advantages. A trader saves something special for you or throws in a little something extra as thanks for your patronage or for that favor you did them last time. It's nice. Anyone can play. Players choose between being a shopper or a merchant. Merchants can be player characters or NPCs. There must be at least one of each. Shoppers, what do you need, either for the wedding or for yourself? Is it difficult to find there, and if so, why? Merchants, what sign, item of clothing, or other visual cue do you use to attract buyers? I will happily do either. I I can be a merchant if anybody isn't feeling merchanty, but I I could probably think of something, uh, Christoph. Uh, needs to buy. I kind of well. want to be a merchant because I feel like Zeke would not be included in these sort of decisions. <laughs> I think, yeah, I was thinking that Grandma very... might drag Kristoff along. Mm, okay, learn some of the wheeling and dealing, and and also share some of her very particular thoughts outside of Zeke's earshot. <laughs> yeah, a lot of thoughts, a lot of thoughts. 
Would one of the moms want to go shopping? That seems like a mom thing. Oh, yeah. Moms and DMs. Are you shopping for the wedding or yourself? Yeah, what's on the list? It would be funny. Like, yeah, I'm an, just shopping for myself. An, I'm leaving, actually. This Bye. unrelated mom shopping for stuff for the wedding. I think clothes, what everybody's going to wear, could be mm. one. And that That's would, a big one. Give us, I, I would put that under the, the category of atmosphere. I feel like uh, Zeke has told Kristoff, just pick something out for yes. me. I think Kristoff yeah. is shopping for both yeah. of their outfits. Zeke, yeah. Zeke has relinquished, yep. yeah, for sure. As his, that's, that's Zeke's role in this whole thing. He doesn't have an opinion. He doesn't, one time I asked a co-worker of mine, because um, people were, were talking about uh, weddings or um, a co- another co-worker had recently gotten married and we were talking about like wedding cakes and I, and I just asked him like, what was the cake like at your wedding? And he said, I don't remember. And that's what Zeke is. That's Zeke's attitude toward this. <sighs> Come on, Zeke. <laughs> No, it's not that listen, he doesn't listen. care. He cares a lot. He really, really wants to have a wedding, but he d- the details of it, com- he's completely lost uh, on on Zeke. Like he's just like, yeah, I didn't think I would get this far. <laughs> <laughs> he's still wondering if Kristoff actually likes him. Yeah, he's still wondering if Kristoff actually oh, likes God. him. <laughs> Oh my god, he's like, but he's really, he really wants to have a wedding. Like, he really wants to get married, and he did not think one thought past that one. (laughs) Kristoff is basically relaying all of this to his grandma, as well as, like, the tailor or whatever, in trying to explain what kind of thing Zeke would like. And grandma is just like, hmm, I need to talk to you after this. uh, Divac, as our merchant, what sign, item of clothing, or other visual cue do you use to attract buyers? Well, I'm the tailor, um, and uh, Uh, so my, my, obviously I'm, I'm wearing an exquisitely tailored suit and maybe like a, like a big hat, a big puffy hat that looks like a pin cushion. It's got pins in it. Oh my god. Ooh, I do elaborate, like a job class hat. Yeah, there's elaborate silks draped all over the walls, imported. We've got we've you know, we've got um, all kinds of beautiful tapestries and and all kinds of textiles from all over all over the territories. Beautiful. Obviously beautiful, you know, we sh- we shut down the store when such for such a uh, high mm-hmm. high class client such as grandmother Farshore. No one else is here except okay, the, all of you. Yeah, yeah, that's how you get my money. Yeah, like good, good. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got, you know, we've got um, other, you know, other mice like running around, like offering you like, you know, would you like some water? Would you like a glass of champagne? Would you like, you know, like, please have a seat? You know, there's like, <laughs> I guess there can't be music playing because you would have to have someone physically there playing the music. So maybe I'll Why stop not? short. <laughs> yeah, right. no, you yeah. can have mice, a, a violinist over there. Yeah, we've got like a violinist yeah. in the background, like, you know, playing music and stuff. It's like, you know, this is a very, this is a very important event and we want to make sure that you're taken care of yeah we came to the fancy place <laughs> so uh we we need two like men's for- formal wear outfits do- what else do we need here um well we need like the rest of the wedding party i guess is there even the rest of the wedding party maybe there is but let's just gloss over them okay so let's say we have we're, we're getting like three things so uh, the merchant will ask at least three of the following questions on page 34 and 35. They may ask as many as they want until they are satisfied, but minimum three. Oh man! Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Tander. Wait, am I here? 
Are you here? Are you there? Oh, are you not there? I don't know. Are I don't there, know if Tander? I'm there or not. I don't. Tander, hello. I, I'm not. Really... Are you there, Tander? It's me, the Tander. Tailor? You should be there, and you should be really uncomfortable, because um, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. That does sound like Tander. I maybe I don't know. Maybe like Kristoff decided. Okay, this guy can be a bodyguard at least while we're walking around. You're the, the best man. You're my best. You're oh, the yeah, best man. You also that's need true. something Tander to wear. Tander got a glass of champagne. I don't from the have your sizes. I have Zeke sizes. I don't have your yeah. measurements. That's a great point. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Tander is here. Okay. Yes. What is? It? Tander so, has a glass of champagne and he's like, "This water is really weird." <laughs> so me, the tailor. I like that it matches my hat. I take you aside and I'm going to use the second question, which is, I don't need money at the moment. Uh, I, I, you know, you, you don't, you, I, I see that you may, you, you, you seem like you, you know, maybe you might have um, lost some funds last night in a tavern brawl and you don't quite have enough money to pay for some of these expensive <laughs> textiles. But don't worry, I do need something done that I can't quite handle on my own. And could you, as a former adventurer, handle it for me? Are you asking me to do a crime? Yeah, I can't believe you're being blackmailed by Chin's cousin, the tailor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chin's cousin, um, ears. <laughs> ears, ears. Yeah, he's got ears. For, he's Taylor. got some real ears for tailoring. <laughs> yeah, he's got the ears for Taylor. His uh, mother always told him. <laughs> um, she meant it as an insult, but damn it, he didn't listen. So I have, I, I'm, I'm expecting another <laughs> shipment to come in soon, and I feel like the, um, these, this particular, uh, you know, source is is not giving me the best stuff, and I would, I really need like someone with adventuring skills to kind of, to kind of maybe take a peek into their, you know, their covered wagons full of full of textiles, and maybe take take a peek in there and see if there's better stuff than what they're actually showing me. I suppose that isn't technically a crime. So, yeah, just I will in, do you it know, just for information. My buddy Zeke. I guess. Okay. Okay. First yeah, thing, it, if will, you can do I this for me, yeah. you know, then I'll. You'll, you'll get a mouse zito. Yeah, I'll give you a. <laughs> I'll give you a, a tuxedo <laughs> a, vest. A vest. A tux mouse. It's a definitely a vest. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Double breasted. Okay. Well. I will use my eye on the horizon town skill to see if there's any trouble with this shipment. I, we're also gonna, I guess, we're just gonna montage through Tander finding sure, the stuff, sneaking sure. past a bunch of, like, I don't know, merchant guards there, or whatever. There's a flash forward in in the middle of the shopping scene. Tander, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like, he no, just I kind of like, I kind of like Tander having to like sneak away in the fancy clothes, <laughs> and then we have a montage of him trying to sneak in like, like a fluffy coat that's 18 times his size <laughs> and that kind of stuff. He like gets, in, you know, those racks with the wheels that all the coats. They push around on. Like, yeah, gets in one so of those. That's his moving, his moving cover. Yeah, and so he's gonna he's gonna take a peek with that skill to see if there's any trouble with the shipment. Now I'm imagining you like rolling down a hill, combat on rolling. One of those. No, not no. <laughs> I mean that's also pretty good, but I mean just riding on one of those mobile coat hangers on wheels, mm-hmm. coat racks rather. I feel like Tinder would spot the shipment heading. For the for the place and be like, eh, we could maybe swap a couple of these packages out. I guess it's not a crime. They're they're ordering the clothes anyway, but of course they are fancier looking clothes to Tander's point of view. Yeah, I mean you can tell. I mean you can you can you can look at a at a, at a brocade at a uh, 
you know the number of flowers is probably what Tander thinks is fancy so it's like <laughs> oh this is the fanciest thing possible I'm gonna send this up <laughs> it's got like gold and silver thread in it you know it's gonna like look that. exactly like Spigot's decor <laughs> yeah oh no yeah. I was just oh, oh no, I was dreading that it can't be that Spigot's decor is coming into vogue Tander intercepted a shipment of costumes for Spigot's theater Oh no! God. So much red velvet he in this car. He has terrible part. taste, but damn it, if he doesn't use all the best fabric. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So, okay, okay, so steal should... from spigot. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> steal from spigot. That's you don't know. That that's man's what you've a done, hero. But uh, that's it's great. It works out. You bring you know you, you come back. You bring me uh, you know a piece of a piece of fabric with the information, and I'm like, oh, I see they have they have been uh, saving their best their best fabric for that spigot. <laughs> Oh, that gaudy theater. And he just gold paints it anyway. What a waste. I'm going to to make them look at the back next time that car comes around here. I'm going to get it myself. So so that that is the question you're asking and the price you're asking for uh, the the best man's wear. I think uh, we we do need, like, a jacket with tails for for Zeke. What is the one that I'm gonna ask you, Kristoff? Um, um, how about this this one? Um, I, I like the idea of that this this shop owner is familiar with Kristoff because he's I mean he, mm-hmm. he lived in Elmas for a long time, so he's been gone for a year, right? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna use the one we've been doing business for a while now, ever since you first settled down here. What do I notice about you that's changed since that first meeting? I you notice that. One thing that Kristoff has always had is an easy confidence. He's always been very comfortable in in himself, in his own fur. But the nerves—you've never seen this much like nervous energy and and anxiety. Like this, you only get one shot at this. Grandma's breathing down my neck. <laughs> Liter- probably literally right now. Probably. Z- Zeke will not let me marry him again. Like th- this is killing him, and that's killing me. Aww. I don't think every, not everybody needs to like, I don't need to ask questions for everybody to like pay for their item. Like that's just, I'm just going to pick no, one for no. everybody or something like that. Like, cause I, I, I would like to be, um, for, for grandmother. Um, I like the idea of asking this very vague question and letting you fill in the details. Um, I asked you about a problem you were having the last time you stopped by. Have you made any progress with it? Oh, <laughs> Handed, hands you a glass of champagne. Problem last time I was here in Elmos. Well, the primary problem when I'm in Elmos is that I am in Elmos. And for that reason, I have to think it was some kind of official city business that made me have to stay there. What's some what's some good red tape bureaucracy for Grandmama to have gotten caught up in? Oh, the, the taxes on your Taylor goods. Would have the, noted. The, the, uh, oh, shipping, the taxes shipping rates. and the tariffs and the gosh darned laws... Laws in general. Well, I'll tell you how I took care of that. I've done my best to get the heck out of this town, but it just keeps pulling me back. (laughs) So now I'm back again, and I guess I am going to need to actually solve those same problems, but... (laughs) Not not to say that I'm a war profiteer or anything, but one of the upsides of war is that governments do get shaken up a little bit, and one as particularly nasty as the one here in Elmos might have been loosened up a little bit for the second family to take a little bit more control and have a little bit less of this bureaucratic nightmare. I mean, I, f- I feel like you were ahead of, like, 
the fourth or fifth family before. Like you, you were suddenly like <laughs> yeah, exactly. thrust into the top three that that has those governmental like. Uh, uh, That's probably positions. why I got stuck here for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I had to I had to find a cousin who actually enjoyed the work to offload it onto because I'm not I'm evil but I'm not so evil as to find a cousin that would actually hate the work you know. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like the the third thing we're getting here is is a pair of like matching very formal hats. Zeke's, oh, nice. uh, yeah. Zeke's already pissed at you. He doesn't know why, but he just suddenly feels <laughs> like embarrassed. Like oh my god. Grant just wrote lavender top hats with a fancy ribbon in the Discord chat, and Zeke is just like, (laughs) somewhere, somewhere he's like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Zeke, Zeke, brown cloak. That's what happens when you relinquish control. (laughs) That's why he relinquished control, so he wouldn't have to pretend to to enjoy any of this, I think. Yeah. And it's like, the, the ribbon runs down like yeah. down like toward the middle of the back like a like a bonnet ribbon but on a hat yeah like a like a real something a tumbler sexy man would wear <laughs> yeah unfortunately uh. i was just thinking about fedoras so let's end this mini game <laughs> i didn't ask isabel a question too bad <laughs> no come do on it. come do on it. do it yes, we do haven't it. got a lot of isabel yeah. spotlight to, to yes do it do it do it how about how about who do we realize we both know from our travels? What is your relationship with oh. that person? When did you last see them? Oh my god, the Overlord. Maybe I've heard of Francis. Did Francisca ever come through Elbas? Or maybe I just know from my travels. She's she had has, to yeah. multiple times, yeah. Maybe that's what we talk about. Oh, maybe you've heard of my daughter. Yes, the one with the giant yes, axe. Yes, an unforgettable <laughs> giant axe. As you point to a door frame that has a... <laughs> oh yeah, that's why I bring Perfect. it up, yeah. But it was, it was for a good... Unforgettable giant ass. Yeah, but it was, it was you know, uh, it, maybe it was for a good reason. It wasn't, it was, you know, stopping, uh, like, uh, some some bandits or something from breaking in. Oh, no, I thought she would just walk oh, through the door and protect the Yeah, there's, like, is. all these knocks in, like, the, like, within, like, three feet of the ceiling that are, like, from oh, the dear. axe moving around and stuff. And, yeah. She kept walking around, like, cutting the bolts of fabric that are on the wall. Oh. And they just fell down. So, I get what you're really saying is royalties, please. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, here's an invoice. Damages, please. Yeah. Here's an itemized list of things that your daughter destroyed. I feel like she was already billed for that. One of the many things she got billed and sent to Lock Haven that when one has hate off in secret. So when when you find out that like this is the mouse, this is the guy, this this tailor, ears uh ears carpenter, um then how how do you react to him? Like are you are you like apologetic? Are you intimidating? Uh, I feel like she would be just in a bit of a <laughs> like one de-escalation. Of big guttural yeah. belly laughs. Oh, that clumsy daughter of mine. Oh, I hope it doesn't hasn't hurt your business. Yeah, it looks like you're doing well, though. My, she has said a lot of good things about this. Story. Oh, my. and Jen, she just goes off and she's kind of buying a lot of fabric <laughs> now. So, hey, go wow. like, I'm not gonna pay you directly, but I will. I will start buying some things, just you know, coincidentally. <laughs> I feel like Tander is very uh, amused to hear of um, Francisca racking up bills, destroying things. Who's like, huh? Oh. <laughs> 
not just me. The goose is good for the gander. I am just dunking on my own character I played for over four <laughs> wow. years. So much Sorry, tonight. did you say good for the gander or good for the tander? <laughs> he would say that's what he thinks it's, it thinks the saying is. <laughs> so wow, they made a whole saying about me. But to be fair, ever I must since be doing great. Been on the bit on the bit on the boat, there's been way less uh, property damage in the in the, in the, in the whole territories. <laughs> Uncanny. Our payouts have been on a historic low. Safely confined to the ocean. So that's why you've been saving it up for Wait. now, now that you're back <laughs> on land and destroyed an entire tavern. Yeah. Let's get let's get out of here before Tander ruins this place and again. We, we got a nice honor. fitted vest for uh, uh, our, our best mouse, Tander. What are our colors? We Oh, uh, I mean lavender clearly is one of them. I get a can I get a nice plaid vest to match my scarf. Mm, so like I'm wearing yes. to the wedding. It's in the moss garden, so I mean there's a lot of greens, a lot of earth tones. So, so maybe like lavender's the pop, and then you have like a like a muted green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, so so that, that, those are our colors, and Tander has a vest, while Zeke and Kristoff have matching coats and hats. Oh. The the they face like little, when they, when Kristoff shows it to see. <laughs> so face oh, of restraint. That's, that's, that's what we're face wearing. Of rest- yeah, very like oh. <laughs> well, it's not even uh, the whole uh, day. You uh, just okay. Well, you've already you've already got them, so I guess I will be just... wearing this. <laughs> Grandma shoots. Grandma shoots. Kristoff more dirty looks like. It's, he doesn't show it in front of her. This is separate. <laughs> the etchings will look great. Just trust me. Just trust yeah, me. Yeah, they'll be in Zeke's black and be, white. Zeke will be the, the groom that like ducks out as soon as the ceremony is over to change into something else. Guess we'll find out. Yeah, it's a. It's. I mean, mice sometimes don't wear clothes though, so it's weird to imagine just just taking off. All this yeah, clothes. just. <laughs> Just taking them all off, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> ah, that's better. That is a great point, that when we say suit, we probably do literally just mean coat. Yeah, no yeah. pants. Like, no mice pants. don't wear pants or shoes. No. Mice don't wear pants. What are pants? I've never seen it. Yeah, what, what is everybody uh, else? Obviously, the, um, obviously, grandmother, um, should be trying to upstage everyone, right? In terms of her outfit, including the groups. Yeah, real mother of the mother of the bride type of uh, uh, energy. I mean, she's also the officiant, so she has to be at least somewhat respectful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably just a nice understated darker chiffon dress, gown, as usual. <laughs> no, these like three people to carry it from behind. I mean, she's not voiced by Rachel Walter. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. Is is Isabel where? Did, did she like dust off her old, old cloak for this? Is that considered like? Oh yeah, you know, that's formal. A guard uniform as formal, the way that other uh, uniforms well, problem, can be for I, occasions. Well, if Robin's there, the problem is that Robin's old cloak was what Francisca inherited, so she can't really. Unless Francisca has a new cloak for her new position. They got looms down in the basement. We visited <laughs> them. And it would be the same cloaks they wore when they got married, so yeah. Oh, that's also super sweet. Yeah. The wedding cloaks. Aww. Wedding cloaks. Tander wishes he could wear a wedding. There was a discussion like, no, you're you're wearing the vest. You're you're yeah. wearing the As vest. part of the wedding party. The wedding party has to wear the vests, yeah. Uh so I think it's my turn to pick, and I am going with bum ba bum 
a distinguished guest. Yes. My. So, an invoice made its way to Lockhaven. Yeah. <laughs> and Uh-oh. Gwendolyn's here to see what is going on. Oh my on. God, Gwendolyn! Oh, Grant, God. you took you took my idea, by the way. <laughs> exactly my idea. Damn. Well. <laughs> Someone is important is in town and they're almost here. You all have to be at your best for this guest. After all, they might leave a generous tip. Uh, they uh, might so pay know- for the bill that you incurred. Here's a tip. You're fired. <laughs> I would like to play the guest. I would like to be Gwendolyn for this one. Everyone else are challengers. Out. At least one per challenge. We have three challenges. There's four of you. Someone can sit out or someone can double up. It's your choice um, as we get there. I, I was just thinking that Grandma could be there too, and this is Grandma's first time hearing of this. Oh my god. <laughs> can we, um, what page of the book? This is page 65 of the PDF. The way this works is we're going to test each of our ratings uh, on coin flips. And if two of two, at least two out of the three minigames go well, we get a free tavern rating upgrade. Mm, all right. And also you'll impress uh, Gwendolyn, who is the boss I, of most of I you. I want to impress Gwendolyn. I'm so I'm mortified. I'm mortified when we learn that she's coming. Whoever pops in on the venue for today's, you know, busy work, today's tasks, uh, first sees that uh, Gwendolyn is there in in her fine blue cloak. Uh, She has her halberd. Uh, If it is a card's mouse that uh, uh, first finds her, you know she means business just from that. I think Grandma gets there first and is like, oh, Lady Gwendolyn, what are you doing here? Can I help you? The wedding isn't for days. Oh, uh, there there was some business to attend to here. Excuse me, I don't believe we've been introduced. Oh, hell, uh, yes, I'm first name. <laughs> first name Farshore. <laughs> Lady Farshore, the second family of Eldmoss. Uh, she she bows grac- graciously. Where are the grooms? And where are... Where's Tandor? First of all. Where are my guards? <laughs> Where's <laughs> They should certainly be along I, shortly. I feel like Tandor she, like, walks like... in, like, you know, like, the entrance to this place is, like, a hedge maze, like, it's, like, living walls, like, mm-hmm. and she, like, turns oh, a corner, perfect. and Tander and Zeke are just there, deer in a headlights. <laughs> They're holding something. They Where's were, like, they were moving a bench oh, together, and they, they just are. drop it. Sharpening her halberd as she says, there you there. are. Our boys, Lady Gwendolyn is here. I believe she has business with you. She she like straightens her her like uh, tunic or doublet or whatever oh you describe God, the, that garment the, in, in a very like Captain Picard manner. I was about to say the Picard shirt tuck that means that's, <laughs> someone's about to get dressed down. We just bow. We just bow. We're like, oh, of course, Lady Gwendolyn. Yes, hello. And I think someone has the idea to distract her with a snack. It is time for the cuisine chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably Peach Jr. I was just wondering how Peach Jr. got involved. Describe your preparations for this special meal. You'll probably need several courses and something that highlights local <laughs> products. Oh, oh before dear. You, could, could, would, would I, could I treat you to several courses of dinner before you dress down your employees? <laughs> <laughs> In order to pass this challenge, you'll need to flip brunch. a coin. You get a number of attempts equal to your cuisine rating. That's two in this case. If any challenger has an experience that they use in the scene, you get a third coin flip. You just need at least one heads to pass. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
who's working on this food? Other than Peach Jr., which, and I hope that there's someone other than Peach Jr. It's definitely not Tander. Do, do not trust me around food. Is it is it time for for Zeke and uh, and Peach Jr. to use their training? Yes, I think it is. <laughs> yes, it's, yes, yes. It's like <laughs> oh yes, oh, Pe- Peach Jr. coming in with the stuff, but it's Zeke's prep. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I can yeah. I can at least tap artisan create beautiful things mm. um, where mm-hmm. in terms of taste it might, might not be there but presentation baby <laughs> what what is it exactly as as you flip these three coins hoping for at least one heads i mean it's got to be like a like an apartif like an hors d'oeuvre you mm. know type of thing that you would have in a garden it is brunch time so i'm gonna say like scones yeah and it's also scones easy to make right like not not (laughs) super hard if they look like weird blobs yeah they're shape they don't have a shape so that's good um and then it's like it's like um whatever the whatever the equivalent that they would have of like maybe like an orange zest flavor and then and then zeke like has like some like orange peel spirals and and stuff like on the plate next to them so it's like got that plating maybe it's on like a like a three-tiered little snack plate this really did turn into british yeah (laughs) yes it's we're going full british bake-off we're sweating me and peach we are sweating back in the kitchen trying to make these scones we didn't have any marmalade. I forgot to turn but... the oven on for 40 minutes. <laughs> no. Peach, no. Someone forgot the, the, like, baking soda. The scones aren't rising. Yeah, that's why, that's why it's, it's okay because they're scones, like, right? Like, you can't really tell. Like, they're not as fluffy as they could be. And we got, we got, we put who a glaze. We invited these panel show comedians to our wedding? <laughs> oh, you mean me? <laughs> yeah, that's, you mean all the player characters? You mean the members yeah, of the podcast point. six feet under? All right, time to flip some coins. Three, three coins. I, I need to see at least one heads. Here I go. I'm going to flip it. Oh, my God. Heads on the first <gasps> one. All right. <sighs> <sighs> you Dad, pass. Um, the guest player describes what they most enjoy about the meal. Uh, the promptness, for one, great. Uh, <laughs> but I think just the fact that Zeke has done this that I, I was worried. I was worried that uh, uh, this was just going to be a frivolous vacation. Uh, uh, that I mean, that idea really set in when <laughs> I got that uh, invoice in the mail. Oh my God. <laughs> but I see that at least one member of the mouse guard here. I'm, I'm sorry, what invoice? Uh, so, something about... Uh, uh, Eight pieces of furniture that need to be fabricated in a broken window. Two broken window windows, and... a chandelier. What did you do? Curtains. I feel like as soon as, as soon as you see the word chandelier, you're like, that was Tander. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, that boy always goes for the chandelier. But but that Zeke is developing new skills and like becoming a more uh, uh, rounded mouse. Like you know, like. Part of our mission is to patrol the wild, but also to care for the territories in any given way. And sometimes that means making scones. 
he's gonna go like, like curl up and die somewhere after this. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like first of all really like insulted that she would like not think that he would take his own wedding seriously, and then also he has to be complimented on his scones. <laughs> Well, like, she she was worried that some mice might be acting frivolously, uh, uh, but that she, she was mostly afraid that uh, Zeke would be taking th- overthinking and just be a, a nervous, uh, uh, just just like shaking in the corner for, for like three weeks. Check. She's, she's very impressed. So now it is time for the atmosphere challenge. Challengers, describe what you do to make this place look and feel welcoming. Are there special decorations? Do you hire local magicians? Musicians, excuse me. <laughs> magicians. Ooh, magicians. <laughs> in order that to pass the challenge, work in this circumstance, unfortunately. You'll need to flip a coin. You get a number of attempts equal to your atmosphere rating. If any challenger has an experience that they use in the scene, you get an extra attempt. Again, that's starting at two, maybe three, if whoever steps up for this one uses an experience. Who is heading up the atmosphere challenge? I have ideas for both atmosphere and service. But I'm not sure which one I want to do. Uh, there's an Isabel idea on the table for service, so you might as well take uh, atmosphere. I'll take the atmosphere then. Wiping some some crumbs from her whiskers, uh, uh, like Gwendolyn sits down and try begins to talk about the business that brings her here today to uh, uh, grandmother. Uh, but what catches her eye? What distracts her as as her gaze goes across the space? Oh, okay, now this makes a lot of sense. Now, if the scene is just trying to distract Gwendolyn from revealing to grandmother what they did, that's <laughs> that's just about in line with the Saturday morning cartoon plots we've been having so far on this episode. Um, hmm. Ten million fireflies. <laughs> Would it be... Uh, I could either use my experience in the rigging to to, mm. to, uh, to enact a daring feat of acrobatics in order to I don't know, like help uh, put up the decorations all around like, you know, in the high spots. There's a lot of high <laughs> spots in the in these hanging gardens. Mm-hmm. Or I could use my bravado skill to never falter and that would, I think that would be tender like, I don't know, grabbing a, grabbing a fiddle and just like doing some music. Maybe he picked up some musician <laughs> skills from his, from his shipmates. Yes. And he's just like leading the, the whole crew. Sea shanties. Yes, and some she, she shanties. Shanties. By, By the, the seashore. seashore. We aren't even near the seashore. By Lady Farshore. <laughs> Thank you. Singing out here singing Wellerman. Hey, hey, the Wellerman come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I that's hey, hey, X, you wanna you wanna flip those three for us again? So oh, yeah. using my so using the experience gives me an extra flip, right? Yeah, Correct. uh you're you're getting three flips on Let's this. See how we do. Tander always hey. comes through in the end, even if it looks like oh, he's about Calvin to fail miserably. got some extra luck from bouncing off something. Yeah. If one of your coin flips comes up heads you pass, the guest describes a special memory they will always have of their stay. You picked the right song, Tander. That performance by Tander was kind of terrible for the first two thirds. <laughs> that, 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 that finale. 
Gwendolyn was not always the matriarch, right? She she was a tender paw uh, uh, in her youth, just just like uh, all the rest of you. Uh, well, the rest of you that are guard members, that is. <laughs> and you know, she traveled the the territories and, and went on journeys and adventures. And her very first mission, not her first mission, but the first mission where she felt like an independent contributor, right? There, There's that moment when you're left to, to solve a problem on your own, in your own way, was in a tavern in Port Sumac, where Tander learned this song, it's, it's where he grew up, and it just instant sense memory. And, and bringing that to this space in this, like, idyllic gorgeous natural atmosphere it was just really moving for her oh, and you know tanner's gonna put a lot of flourishes into it he's like doing some spins <laughs> and twirls he's like really do- doing a jig you should play the mm-hmm, well- you mm-hmm. should play the wellerman song under this <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the service challenge uh challenger uh, i uh isabel uh volunteered for this one correct yes Isabel, describe how you organize the NPCs. So, but, so Peach Jr. <laughs> so Peach Jr. <laughs> so that everything goes smoothly. And and hey. I I mean our gardener might be here as well. Yay. You don't know. Oh. Who is in charge of what? In order to pass the challenge, you'll need to flip a coin. You get a number of attempts equal to your service rating. That is one. If any challenger has an experience that they used, you get an extra attempt. So one, maybe two, depending on if Isabel uses one of her experiences. What's the service look like? How's things going people-wise? Let's see. We're going to have Peach Jr. probably serving drinks on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those serving plates. I think Isabel is going to come over and say, Ah, oh, Gwendolyn. Oh, I know we just see saw each other like a month ago, but uh, what are you doing here? How, how are things? Uh, things are... She, she clearly has important things to talk about, but in the mood she's been put in, and with the face of an old friend, she, she'll let that stand by for a moment and say, things are well, things are as well as they could be, times what they are. Well, I think as well as good, has probably picked up on the fact that, you know, the charge is good. She's, as we've demonstrated, she's no stranger to guard mice just accidentally racking up bills, so... But peace is upon the land, and as, as dark as night was, uh, I, I pray that the dawn will be even brighter. Damn, you should ask her for poetry lessons. One of the things I was trying to think of is like just having, like, you know, Peach Jr. is doing the waiter thing. Uh, she's probably put out some flyers to, you know, get some young mice in to help because, you know, they're looking for jobs and stuff. And she's just talking to Gwendolyn about, you know, the, the process of help your. I hope they, you're not too upset by these new folks. You know, they're, they certainly want an opportunity to get some work in and get the experience. So, you know, sometimes it gets to be a little floppy, but, uh, sloppy, but you know, aren't we all at sometimes? Everyone looks at Tander. <laughs> Tander, like, edges out of frame. But you know what? They just get, like you said, it's going to be brighter, and they get better. You just need the experience. Sometimes a few mistakes are made, but as long as we learn from it, can't hold it against them. <laughs> and I am tagging my parable for that. Ah, so. ah, ah, ah. Okay, time to flip some coins. Uh, two coins. Two coins. Two coins. Two coins. One. Tails. <gasps> two. Ugh. 
tails. No! Oh. She was not convinced. If all coins are tails, you fail. The guest describes a frustration they have with the surface. Uh-oh. Oh, Peach Jr. No. Peach Jr., what did you do? No. The beverage stays in the glass, dear. Not on <laughs> the cloak. Oh, Peach Jr., no. This is the worst day of Peach Jr.'s life. Or at least it is this week, because Peach Jr. is a little bit melodramatic in their own head since they never talk. Well, sorry everybody, Peach Jr. ruined it. Aww. I mean, we two out of Aww. three. Two out of three means you did win. Yeah, we won. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it, big guy. Oh. Oh. I feel like this might have distracted Glenn enough to not chew Zeke and Tander's ears off. Yeah. Maybe it impressed her enough to stay for the wedding. <laughs> You absolutely bought enough time for for her mood to cool, and like all all of this flurry of activity really uh, like reminded her of what's important here, what matters, what this is all about, and she she does see this as the first as an omen, right? That uh, uh, that there is a future, that there is still happiness, that. Though those who survived will have their their moments of grief, but also have earned moments of joy, and what is uh, what is a little bit of property damage in the face of that? So, <laughs> I want to ask before I narrate this: What do we want to put the uh, uh, point of uh, rating we've earned into? Do we want to bump cuisine or atmosphere up to three, or bring service up to par at two? Let's bring service up. I think we need help. <laughs> We, we need more people need to help us. Oh, Peach needs help. Help our boy. Let's get some of these guard mice that Gwendolyn yeah. brought in her retinue. Exactly right. So, uh... <sighs> Lady Farshore. Yes? As I was saying, there is a bit of a... Uh, there was a tussle uh, at what I believe was the bachelor party uh, not oh long ago. I'm surprised this is the first you're hearing it. Uh, please... On my way back to Lockhaven to resume my duties, I will square everything away. Consider that my second gift to the happy couple. Thank you very much. My first are the services of Roybin, the scribe of the Mouse Guard. Please make him useful in any way that you can. You have one of the most experienced uh, and well-connected uh, uh, organizers, scribes, uh, administrators in the territories. So uh, between him and Peach Junior, score yeah, that that adds up two. to uh, a, t- a training of two. And yeah, your your bill is covered. There you go. Am I there? Can I be there to say I'm honored? Absolutely. <laughs> Can you be there to say you're sorry? I'm honored. And, I'm extremely honored and sorry in equal amounts. As I bow. It's all very welcome, Zeke. I I could do nothing less for a friend. Aww. Nepotism. Yuria, it is Yuria turn. What's our next game? That's a good question, because he took mine. Hmm. Thief. I've been thinking of this one for weeks, Hmm. but I I do apologize for taking it out from under your nose last minute all the same. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I do like the NPC side quest. Ah, guard business. Your adventure days may be over, but there are plenty of people in town that could use your help. Uh, yeah, so this actually might be some guard business. We might have to 
rot some snakes that are well, rot a snake. Ah. Oh, for the, because and then that works in because of the traditional snake skin decorations <laughs> that a, that a traditional mouse wedding, in your experience, requires. Of your generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very 80s, the snakeskin wet mouse Like, like something borrowed, something blue. Yeah, something snakeskin. I mean, it was only to route it, but if, uh, but if you're volunteering to help slay it, then all the better, Zeke. Uh, you know, I'm so I, have glad a lot, for you. Uh, I have a lot to do uh, right now. I have to I have to do the seating chart. At the reception. Tander will happily volunteer for snake slaying duty. Decide where you are when you encounter this this side quest. I I will. Christoph has no place in this, so I'll be the NPC that is delivering this, this guard business side quest. Uh, maybe Gwendolyn actually had it to just double up on, you know, delivering. Yeah, <laughs> Gwendolyn's like, yeah, we have a a, a thing issue with a snake, and I feel like Tander should really. <laughs> be the one to on on her way out then uh uh to to square up your uh, uh tab so to speak uh Gw- Gwendolyn will lean over to Isabel and and just say uh I, I spotted evidence of a snake that seems to be patrolling around here history does repeat itself she she says reminding S- suddenly she has a memory of Zeke's like uh mission report from the days of self patrol oh yeah uh, if if you could take care of that, we we wouldn't want any of the guests to go missing. <laughs> Don't you worry, Diabrek. Take care of it. So uh, that's the initial request. Now, undertaking the quest, describe how you accomplish what they asked using one of your experiences. I, I, I and I'm going. Uh, so like, have... They drag me to go, obviously. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm like, no, I got stuff to do, and yeah. they're like pulling me by my cloak. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'm really busy right now. Yeah, who's all in this posse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tander for sure. Tander, okay. So, so like our our three guards mice are are going. Yeah, this makes we're perfect in our sense. cloaks. Back at it again. <laughs> Back at it again with the boys. <laughs> the cool knife. All right, who wants to go first? I have an idea. Then it sounds like you want to go first. I can go because I I have from my scout skill set. Uh, light step, act undetected. So we're back at it again. Zeke, scout roll. We're here. Zeke, Zeke scouts and locates the snake. And maybe we are um, like on sort of a large root or or low branch, like overhanging, mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm, down mm-hmm. at the snake as it's moving through mm-hmm. the, the underbrush. And this was where Tander would use his in the rigging experience to do an acrobatic feat to get a, a, above the snake. Yeah. He's swinging on a vine up onto a branch, he's gonna like dive onto it. So this is gonna be fun because my fighter uh, job, I'm gonna be attacking the experience legendary weapon, <laughs> an artifact of immense power. This was Isabelle's weapon, a massive hammer that I have named yes! Snake Breaker. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. I can just imagine Zeke like telling the story to Kristoff later tonight. Like, yeah, I see where she gets it. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, the, the, that conversation started with why are all of you covered in blood, and <laughs> and and it ends with yeah, the apple doesn't fall yeah, far from the tree in that family. <laughs> the snake did not. The snake did not escape. The snake is crushed. Snake skull was crushed. It was skinned. Francisca goes into a battle craze. Isabel remains eerily calm and jovial oh, through this. Oh, for sure. 
I think Zeke and Tander might be a little unnerved by that. Yeah, we're taking it seriously. Like, you know, we're, we're scared of a snake. She's not. We feel like afterwards, Zeke and Tander, like, I feel like we really saw, like, a legendary hero today <laughs> at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the return and reward, do you come back exhausted, triumphant, irritated? We know the mood. Okay. With, what? like, a lot of snake skin. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I think, yeah, that that's what you get, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like, you you were not promised anything because this is your job. Yeah. Like This wedding is about to get cheesy. But you did claim <laughs> rewards all the same. Yeah. The reward of a safe yeah, travel is Yeah, since I used it. my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. scout skill, I can get another town skill from Crafts Mouse. So I'm going to get Mason build strong structures so that I can potentially use the snake skin... Uh, to build a to build a um a, a tarp, you know a a, a canopy uh, in a case canopy. it rains. Oh, in case go. it rains, yeah. Now you're thinking. It's time for party planning again. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, again, there's always something to fix, clean, or pay off. After playing this game, you may increase one of your tavern ratings by one. We're tied at twos again. Which one are we lifting? I think service probably fits what I'm gonna do best. Do Do we want to get more and better staff? Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's the more and better stuff. That's, that's a big for them. one. Um, inter- I mean, I guess the other one would be cuisine. I feel like atmosphere. Like we're we're pretty good because it's in a it's in a garden. So even if it's not like hasn't Peach Junior. Even if it's not enough? numerically good, it's yeah. still good. Yeah, true. Oh my God, is it time to hire a bartender? <gasps> is Kristoff for our signature is... cocktail? Our signature wedding couple's cocktail. Kristoff has to interview for people that. He wouldn't like. He'd do this himself, but he's kind of busy, and it's the hardest thing Christoph, to not just jump behind to do it did himself. Did Christoph have any like employees at the tavern before? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing is, I really want to use one of my experiences, and I'm really having trouble bending either of these to getting more staff. Right, so I'm going to paste them, so you know what I'm talking about. And I'm fishing for ideas. I'm looking for help. Uh, Maybe I'm not interviewing. Maybe I'm uh, uh, designing the cocktail, and that's nature speak. Because you know what? Herbs. I feel like maybe um, Lady Farshore would feel like she has to step in to do the the employing. That makes sense. (laughs) So so forget everything I said. We're all doing things related to the couple's signature cocktail, right? Like, you're designing it. (laughs) Um... Yeah, Lady Farshore is is hiring bar staff and servers. Yeah, that does sound as close as I would get to anywhere near that idea. I think she would—that's something that she would roll her eyes at. The the scene of Kristoff in this uh, uh, party planning game is him just like looking at a notebook and tapping a quill, like all these unfinished recipes, and just going through test after test, and uh, and then he gets the bright idea. There are some, like, edible, potable herbs that grow in this garden. And, like, so much of this wedding is being built around the venue. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's it's the the event now. It's the history between the two of them. Yes, this this is the key flavor. And that's his breakthrough. And uh, that that is using the nature speak. Uh, uh, understand plants and animals. He understands the essence of this herb, so so I'm using a uh, uh, adventurer experience there. It's, I mean, it could be lavender. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. That fits the theme. I get everybody's wearing lavender, but now it's, they're also that's eating what... lavender. Uh, y- yes, yes, it is lavender. That does fit the the uh, our temperate zone and everything. That's perfect. <laughs> and it's unusual. It's you know it's used in stuff, but it's a weird flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe Tander could use his new organizer experience to gather up some some hardy mice to be the wait staff mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by which i be <laughs> i feel like tander's first instinct would be to like just call his crew from the ship to come yeah <laughs> try to train them <laughs> called in all of his boys off the boat to help me officiate this wedding or, or serve this wedding why is your head waiter running a roulette table in the back room and why is he cheating loomis got damaged <laughs> You need you need a, a part. You need events at a wedding. <laughs> you need inter- entertainment. We can sing. They can dance. And if those you know, the, the and if Chin and his boys want to cause trouble from the wedding next door, we we have a defense. You got Harford. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, they're all here. The traditional the wedding. The traditional inter-wedding brawl. Yeah. They're, they're all uh, that's the that's the usher role right they're all there as the yeah. <laughs> that's that's the catch-all that's fantastic so like tander is like like taking all these like like sea rats and like whipping them up into what he presumes to be the, the shape that uh, uh he would think that a fancy wedding would have all right pinky's out at all times <laughs> offer everyone hors d'oeuvres constantly related to that i think i want to use uh my uh my repair skill and uh and i want to also help get the get these boat boys ready by uh making small repairs to their like clothing and um and like to help them like to try to do something so they look presentable (laughs) sewing some like corsages onto their their yeah sailor uniforms yeah just like you know patching up the holes cleaning cleaning the 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 (laughs) clothing (laughs) and just at all just just bathing in general once ever yeah <laughs> wow burn trying to keep it uh trying to keep them at least looking like a little a little more presentable for the event since they don't have any other clothes <laughs> they just got off the boat when they're here we kind of spent all of our money on the groom's clothes and yeah. paying off <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah we can't ask for more money God. from the guards so see you guys like trying to like patch everything yeah perfect speaking of trying to patch things up i was uh thinking that Rather than working on the cocktail, uh, I feel like what Lady Farshore is going to be, need to be doing is a little bit of a disinformation campaign going around town talking about that terrible brawl at the tavern the other day and <laughs> those those chin boys and definitely nobody else. <laughs> You'll know them by their chins. <laughs> I feel like these are like they're like I just picture like the Beagle Boys, but mice. Yeah, perfect. Basically just going to go around acting like an authority on the event, but also not at all revealing the involvement of, you know, any incriminating parties, such as ones relating, (laughs) such as ones related to myself, yes. This is why Tander didn't get to go along on this little campaign with me. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be using my adventure skill, no snitches. (laughs) Hmm. I guess I'll get the counselor ability in return. We don't have a bard, do we? Not yet. Every wedding's gotta have a bard. At least that's how it was in my time. <laughs> Tander tried during the, the Gwendolyn 
brunch, but uh, he's a bit, he's not, he's not exactly a, an experienced one. Well, I just need someone that can play instruments. I, can, I, I know how to, I can get you the material to, you know, play it off and sing. <laughs> so I'm going to take the spin straw into gold. Mm. And then I'm going to write those down and give them to whoever we hire as a bard to, you know, kind of have some material to work That's with. super sweet. That's so, so nice. So you're not hiring Tander as the, as the bard. That's I'm not the best his... man. I can't also be the <laughs> no. musician. <laughs> you're, in your, for your best man speech, you like get the microphone and are like, and now a very special performance. <laughs> By me. You can, I mean, my, my crew has a... I learned how to sing from those boys. You can... With, yeah. Get them a, 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 not a great, they can do a great shanty while they're yeah. also serving drinks. You just bust out a Wellerman right mm-hmm. there in the middle of the <laughs> venue. It's just become a musical. <laughs> I thought we weren't having it at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Rips off my disguise. It's me, spick it all up. Oh no. <laughs> I got the kids see Spigot like sneaking into the wedding as one of the waiters. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. No reason to be malicious. He just wants a chance to he be just wants in to disguise. Be a part of it. That's how we should use the the romance uh, one. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, looking at the clock, I think that we should wrap tonight's recording here and reconvene. So that is where we are going to leave our mice. Just a few short days before the big big day here in Elmas. So. Not so for not quite the last time then. Good night folks. <laughs>